This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Friday, July 8th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, Japan's NHK television says former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe died after being shot during a campaign speech. Abe was shot from behind minutes after starting his speech Friday in Nara City, Japan. He was airlifted to a hospital for emergency treatment but was not breathing and his heart had stopped. He was pronounced dead later at the hospital. The 67-year-old was Japan's longest serving leader before stepping down for health reasons in 2020. Police arrested the suspected gunman at the scene of the attack, which shocked people in a country known as one of the world's safest. There is a dramatic video of Abe being shot while giving the speech outside of the train station. Uh, The video shows him collapse on the street with security guards running towards him. He holds his chest, his shirt smeared with blood. In the next moment, security guards leap on top of a man in a gray shirt who lies face down on the pavement. A double-barreled device that appears to be a handmade gun is seen on the ground. Police confirmed the arrest of 41-year-old Tetsuya Yamagami on a suspicion of attempted murder. Uh, now, the NHK television reported that the suspect served in the Maritime Self-Defense Force for three years in the 2000s. A new curfew for Philadelphia teens ages 17 and under is now in effect. When the clock struck 10 o'clock last night on Thursday, they should have all been home or in a safe place. The new summer curfew will remain in effect until September 29th. Previously, teens ages 17 and 16 were allowed to be out until midnight. Uh, Children ages 14 and 15 already had a 10 p.m. curfew. The curfew remains unchanged for those 13 and under. They must be in by 930. I was reading in the paper questions about... If this is going to be really enforceable, you know, they they try to put these curfews in and... Well, yeah, they they say they're enforcing it, but they're not giving fines. Right, right. When I was a teenager, the curfew was, uh, that was a real yeah. threat that we always had uh, yeah. been leery of being out late. What I mean, was it? it was, it was uh, if you were under eighteen, you can be up past. Uh, I think it was ten or eleven. Ten or something eleven like for me, because I remember getting pulled over, and I didn't know why I was getting pulled over, and it was just because I was uh, young, and yeah. it was like eleven o'clock, and I was you know driving my friends home, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we, the, we the, had one as well, but um, in like where I grew up, it was, no one really paid attention. Okay, to that. I remember yeah. people getting busted where I was for curfew. Yeah, it's like, where'd you get Cur- got curfew, man? <laughs> <laughs> I got curfed. I got curfed. <laughs> so it's the city. It's the city's latest effort to try to keep teens safe and away from criminal activity. So far in 2022, 107 children under 18 have now been shot, and tragically, 19 of them have been killed. So if you're under 18, you need to be in the house by 10 o'clock. If minors violate the curfew, Philadelphia Police Department officers will first attempt to reunite them with their families. If that's not possible, officers will take the children uh, to one of two community evening resource centers uh, or take them back to the police station and then try to reunite them with their families. I remember in New York, Kathy, perhaps you're familiar with this, but they uh, every night, uh, a couple of the stations would do it. It was 10 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? Oh, yeah. There's always that. a little, little blurb that would pop up. Yeah. Uh, the bill does provide uh, exceptions for teens. This if, just I didn't bless you. She's oh, like, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just seems so unprofessional to do that, but like, you can't what else help can it? I do? What are you going like, to do? Yeah. Uh, I don't have a, uh, the ability, A, to turn off it's my microphone. Yeah. Uh, I guess I can run into golf the other switch. Studio. Yeah. 
<laughs> need a hook one up for Sneeze switch. Uh, Sneeze switch. switch. <laughs> yeah, he needs Need all that of yesterday. Yeah. <clears throat> we have two new switches. The bill does provide exceptions for teens if there is a legitimate reason that those include work and errands, and there is leeway for those who are with a guardian, obviously. What if I, you want to recklessly drive your ATV down main roads? No, you can't do that. Okay. Uh, there will also be no fines for violators. A rising third grader from Montgomery County is having quite a summer so far. The eight-year-old from Ballakinwood is one of three winners of a national art competition. Competition. Leif is a Pennsylvania Virtual Charter Academy student and recently created a mixed-media collage painting of an anglerfish, which earned him a spot as one of three national winners in the Stride National Art Competition. His family believes that he's following in his father's footsteps, who is also an artist. His mom says that he literally draws and paints every single day. Leif's win comes with bragging rights and a $150 Amazon gift card. The Stride National Art Competition is open to all school-age kids across the country. If you like to see the winning piece. Leif's mother is having it framed and plans to hang it uh, in her place of business, which is a barber shop uh, called Mr. of Rittenhouse. In sports this morning. Derek Hall hit a home run, doubled, and drove in two runs, and the Phillies beat the Washington yeah. Nationals 5-3 yesterday at the nice. ballpark. D.D. Gregorius added an RBI triple for the Phils, who took two of three from the last place Nat. Hall extended the Phils' lead to 5-2 to two in the seventh with a drive off the right field foul pole. It was Hall's fourth homer in eight games since being called up from AAA Lehigh Valley. Over that stretch, Hall is hitting 290 with seven RBI. The Phils are in St. Louis for a weekend series against the Cardinals. Zach Wheeler will get the start tonight. First pitch is set for 8-15. Last night in the 2022 NHL draft in Montreal, the Flyers grabbed a big forward at fifth overall, taking Cutter Gauthier, a six foot two. 200-pound forward is headed to Boston College and wants to play center at the collegiate level. Uh, he finished second on the U.S. National Team Development Program under-18 under 18 squad with 34 goals through 54 games. He also collected 31 assists and uh, had a plus 33 rating. He was ranked third North American skater in NHL uh, central scouting and rated as the fifth best player overall in the draft and at Wimbledon, Rafael Nadal will withdraw from the tournament before today's semifinal match against uh, Nick Kyrgios with a torn abdomen muscle. The 22-time major champion Mm. said that he was experiencing pain in the area for the past week, but that the injury got worse during Wednesday's quarterfinal match against Taylor Fritsch specifically while serving and that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. We have have a wonderful day laid out before us. The weather looks great. We have uh, some stuff to give away, including our Word of the Week prize, four-pack of pit tickets to see Dead and Company coming up on the 10th, which is, uh, oh my gosh, that's a uh, day after tomorrow. Uh, so we will give that away at the end of the program today. We also have uh, some people stopping by today. We have the Crave Montco Month and Marie's in Royersford uh. event taking place. So I'll get the details. That means we have some stuff to give away to you. And Hearing on the program, comedian Adrian Iapolucci will be here and live music from Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> this is really cool. Yeah, they're performing at the Leah Corps Center, but not until July 27th. So they're swinging yeah. through and they're going to play some music live. And uh, the last time we had um, uh, Claudio on, 
It was just a geek out, awesome conversation. I ended up kind of getting into the music a little bit and exploring it because I love the whole idea. I know you're a fan of the concept album, and that's kind of their thing. They're kind of the whole concept band. band like, yeah. it's like every album ties in with the other. The story continues. Which is kind of amazing. And it's very rich in its sound, and, and it goes all over the place texturally, and they're just a really cool band. So I was thinking, you know, we just talked to John Anderson from Yes, and they're kind of the, the heir apparent to that sort of legacy, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. So... Uh, uh, Claudio and company will be stopping by this morning. They will be performing live here around 9 o'clock. So if you're a Coheed fan, you've got to check that out. And we're going to give away uh, some tickets as well to that show uh, down the road a bit. So hang in there for all this stuff uh, taking place through the course of the morning. We're excited about it. Yes. We're going to take a break with some unfortunate news to share in entertainment uh, in the entertainment report. Uh, death of uh, somebody in a movie that we absolutely love. We'll be back in a moment to tell you about that as well. Stupid question and more. Stay with us. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MM Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Kind of getting a late start, 6.37. Let's get our stupid question out there to you and give some away. A pair of GA weekend tickets to attend all three fish concerts on the beach in Atlantic City, August 5th, 6th, and 7th. The question I have for you this morning is, which American poet actually won a Grammy for writing a Johnny Cash song? Hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer to this. Which American poet won a Grammy we're writing a Johnny Cash song. Let's see if you know the answer. I'm going to go through some birthdays. we got some big ones here. Uh, today being the 8th day of July. Uh, Philadelphia's son, Kevin Bacon, has oh, his birthday yes. today. Mr. Bacon turned 63 years old. We talked to him and his brother, Michael, not all that long ago as the Bacon brothers were in town. And he proudly wears a vintage MMR shirt, which yeah. is very cool. Yeah, and it's it's an original. Like yeah. He's had it yeah. for years and years and years, and he's took very good <laughs> care yeah. of it. And uh, he, you'll see it on some of his uh, social media videos. Uh, but he's one of the greats. I don't even have to run down his list of accomplishments. He's 63 years old today. Happy birthday to you, Kevin Bacon. Uh, Angelica Houston has her birthday today. Uh, movies like Preetzee's Honor and the Adams Family series. She was great as Morticia. One of her great cameos, uh, she is the one who is called upon to design Stonehenge and Spinal Tap. That's right. You are right. <laughs> She's uh, celebrating her 70th birthday today. Uh, it's Jeffrey Tambor's birthday today. Yeah, another great. Uh, Larry Sanders show, Arrested Development. Uh, what was the... Um, Theresa Crown. Transparent. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. Transparent had a huge hit with that as well. Uh, Jeffrey is 78 today. Steve, it's Steve Lawrence's birthday today. Oh, my today. God. Who is yeah. that? Uh, Steve Lawrence of Steve Lawrence and Edie Gourmet, but oh. we're, Preston and we're fans because of The Lonely Guy. Yes, he was in The Lonely Guy, and our, and he was a semi-regular on uh, The Carol Burnett Show all she the time. She had him on all the time. All the time, yeah. yeah. 
Didn't he show up in Blues Brothers? He's in the, the yeah. sauna scene. Artie Klein. Yeah. yeah. The, the booking agent. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He was a guy who got the whole thing and, and always had fun with it and never took himself too seriously. And so he kind of became the darling of a lot of these guys and they put him in the movies. Yeah. In uh, in the Blues Brothers or in that steam room. And he's yeah. like, I don't know, boys. <laughs> I just don't know. I love how the whole band is behind Jake and, <laughs> Jake and Elwood. They're just like, they're hanging yep. out up above and he's, they're down doing the negotiation with And they the all have their sunglasses on <laughs> yeah. while they're in the steam room. <laughs> Uh, he's 87 today. Milo Ventimiglia, uh, who is on the show Heroes. And You're better than that. He, in that scene, yeah. and Rocky Balboa, that's who Rocky is talking to. You're better than that. Milo plays his son. And by the way, perfect casting for the son. He even has the same thing the, going the on. The lip thing. Look, you got my lip. The lower lip thing. You're better than that. It's perfect. Uh, and he's great in that movie. He's there's, a sensational. There's a scene where, where Rocky's going the distance yeah. and, he's, and, he, and he's talking to him in the corner because he's his corner guy. He's, he's like, everybody thought this was a joke. Yeah. I thought it was a joke, but it's not anymore. You yeah. gotta prove It's just like, Oh God, Steve and I love that movie so much. It, absolutely, I love the scene. Preston to post that speech when he goes and uh, meets up with him at the cemetery. Uh, yeah, the, oh my yeah, gosh, yeah, yeah. so yeah. good. Yeah, uh, he is uh, forty-five today. Billy Crudup, uh, almost famous. Russell, love Billy Crudup. Russell Hammond. Uh, he's in one of your all-time favorite movies, Big Fish. He's so good in Big Fish, and he is the Flash's dad. Uh, that's right. Yes, yep. in uh, the Zack Snyder. And, uh, and, and, of course, he plays Dr. Manhattan in The Watchmen. He's and you got to watch um, uh, Morning Show yeah. on uh, Apple. He's great. I love his character in that. Uh, he is 54 today. All right, a gentleman by the name of Lee Turgeson. Uh, and I had to look him up because it said he was in Point Break, and uh, he played the character Rosie in Point uh, Break, uh, who really doesn't talk oh, much. Yeah, he's in Oz too, right? Uh, you know, I didn't watch Oz a lot. Just I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. He played uh, Tobias Beecher, played yep. the cowardly lion. <laughs> uh, but and then it was funny because I was uh, I was going through his uh, IMDb just to see other movies he was in, and I saw I I thought he was in what I saw was Taken, right? The Liam Neeson movie. Right. Okay. And I went back, I doubled back, and actually it was a movie called Tukin. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god! And I was like, I could just hear Liam. Tukin, my daughter. <laughs> I have a very special set of spurs. <laughs> <laughs> you got two. Or turk you to Turk Madeira. Is this or, even English? Or it could have been taken part two. Two taken. Two taken. Tooked. Hey, took our daughter. Wait, well, took. Took. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it's spelled. That's how it's spelled. That would be one of those things in like Scrabble. I'd be like, tooked. Tooked. Took is not a word. Uh, he is 57 today. Uh, we also have uh, Beck, the musician, yeah. uh, turns 52 years old. We were just talking about him the other day. Yeah. He regrets not letting um, Weird Al Yankovic do his song Loser. Uh, and what was he going to change it to? Uh, uh, instead of I'm a Loser Baby, it was... Um, Nick Murphy oh. knows. What was uh, or no, Murphy? You were telling me something about chicken pot pie. Oh no, it was Weird Al Yankovic, and uh, you're going to be a, a a boozer. No, wait, what? Oh, schmoozer. schmoozer. You're a schmoozer. What baby. was the chicken pot pie one though? That one was really funny that he didn't get to do. Hold on, Murphy's got to come in here. He's our resident Weird Al Yankovic. Chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken uh-huh. pot pie. Expert. What was it? Uh, so he was going to do uh, Live and Let Die and change it to Chicken Pot Pie. Chicken Pot Pie. That would have been great. I know, but Paul McCartney's a vegan and didn't want it associated. Oh, oh, 
Come on. They serve chicken pot pie. Bang. <laughs> All right, but Beck, uh, great musician, 52 years old today. Uh, great chef, Wolfgang Puck, has his birthday. I took his video course on YouTube, and I and I made wonderful Eggs Benedict for my wife wonderful. on her anniversary a couple years ago. Uh, he is a really great chef. He's 73 today. Uh, it's also Jaden Smith's birthday. Uh, of course, the son of Will and Jada Pinkett Smith, and in movies like uh, The Karate Kid, uh, After Earth, which actually I kind of liked After Earth. It's, I, it I got beat up so, pretty bad, yeah. but I liked it. I was in The Day the Earth Stood, stood Still and The Pursuit of Happiness. Really oh. heart-wrenching oh, movie. goodness, yes. After uh, Earth was Shyamalan, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the set that I was on, and I then afterwards I came in and told you guys about it, and then I got an email from the movie company that was like, <laughs> stop talking. Wow, wow. <laughs> I need yeah. you to stop talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need you to stop talking. <laughs> uh, and he is 24 years old today. And then the last birthday I saw is Maya Hawk. Uh, and she plays Robin in Stranger Things. The, and for those of you who don't know this, she is the daughter of Uma Thurman and e- Ethan Hawke. Yeah. And she is she is fantastic in Stranger Things. She's great. She came on the show last season yeah. and uh, is now, you can't even think of the show without her. And in fact, I, one of the things I loved about the third season is she constantly referred to Steve as a dingus. <laughs> and I love that word, dingus. Nice job, dingus. Uh, but she's so cute and funny, yeah. and, uh, and she's great in the fourth season as well. I'm glad she's a permanent part of that uh, cast from here on out. She's 24 years old today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Which American poet won a Grammy uh, for writing a Johnny Cash song? 215-263-WMMR <laughs> is the number, and we are going to go uh, to the first Jim that came uh, called in, Jim H. Hey, Jim, good morning. Good morning, guys. All right, Jim, which American poet won a Grammy for writing a Johnny Cash song? Um, Shel Sylvester. <laughs> you know, come on. Shel Sylvester. S I L. I I can't get it. It's the wrong answer. I'm sorry, buddy. We got to let you go. I can't. No, we're going to go to Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Jeannie. What's the actual answer? Shell Silverstein. Yeah. Silverstein, yeah. yeah. Legendary. Yeah, he did the giving tree and where the where the sidewalk ends. Yeah. Uh, but he wrote A Boy Named Sue. Which is a great novelty song. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And he won a Grammy for it. Come on, me. Just this old guitar and an empty bottle of booze. Now, I don't blame him because he run and hid, but the meanest thing that he ever did was before he left. He went and named me Sue. <laughs> it's a great song, and he's a great poet. And, and man, if you ever read The Giving Tree and you don't cry at the end uh, of that, oh, my God. It's kind of beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It is, but that little kid took that tree for everything. Yeah. Gave it nothing back. It's a little prick. Right. Well, listen, I got some stuff to get to, and we're going to start with a, with a, a heart-wrenching uh, story as well. Uh, but what a full life he lived. Hollywood stars and filmmakers, including Al Pacino, Francis Ford Coppola, and Robert De Niro, have paid tribute to the late Godfather actor James Caan, who died on Wednesday. He was 82 years old. And of course, he played Sonny Corleone in Coppola's classic 1972 gangster movie. Uh, Pacino, Pacino, I'm sorry, who starred as Michael Corleone, described him as a great actor and a dear friend. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola said, Khan's work will never be forgotten. The director said, Jimmy was someone who stretched through my life longer and closer than any motion picture figure I've ever known. From those earlier times working together, 
1969 film The Rain People and throughout all the milestones of my life. His films and the many great roles he's played will never be forgotten. He will always be my old friend from Sunnyside, my collaborator, and one of the funniest people I've ever known. He had a great sense of humor, uh, and uh, that permeated a couple of the comedies he did. He did a movie called Freebie and the Bean, which is sort of a comedy buddy cop movie with Alan Arkin. He did a movie called Slither, which I think is hilarious, with Sally Kellerman. And then he's just done a, a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh, but Elf, too. Elf is yeah. the dad. We, so we have clips from The Godfather and, and uh, Elf and uh, uh, Misery, of right. course. Another oh, great man. movie. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. All right, so here's uh, here's him in, uh, in The Godfather. <laughs> hey, what are you going to do? Nice college boy, huh? They want to get mixed up in the family business? Huh? Now you want to gun down a police captain one because he slapped you in the face a little bit? Huh? What do you think? This is the army where you shoot him a mile away? You got to get him close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. Come in. There is a there's a screen test of De Niro reading that exact line yeah. for the role of Sonny. They all read for different parts, yeah. and then and then at the end, because Coppola had directed the Rain People and worked with a lot of these actors and wanted to port them on over, and then he sort of Tetris them into other roles, and the rest is cinematic history. Yeah, it ended up being perfect casting. So I just got a text message from Craig Lagans, and you know he is a wealth of uh, movie knowledge, and he said that James Conn turned down all sorts of roles. Oh legendary roles that he passed yeah, on. Yeah, so he had turned down the role, uh, the lead role in Rocky, Superman, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and the role of Han Solo. He turned down the uh, King Kilgore role, which is played by Robert Duvall in uh, Apocalypse Now, and he turned that down because he didn't want to miss the birth of his son. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Who is also an actor. Yep. Steve, was he, I may be getting this wrong, there was a movie about, speaking of buddy cops you had said earlier, about uh, an alien. Yes. Um, I love uh, Alienation. I love With that Andy movie. Patinkin. Yeah. Andy Patinkin is and the he's alien. excellent. There's a great scene where he is, he's sort of a, an alcoholic cop, and he... And his his daughter leaves a message on on um, the answering machine when they had tapes. And he comes home and he's listening to it. And he's got a, a bottle of booze in his hand. And she goes, "I love you, daddy." And she goes, "Oh no, now you're going to save the tape." And he takes it out and saves it. And uh, it's just a great. He had uh, he was an everyman um, that yeah. that made you connect to him, and it just you just instantly liked him. Uh, Pacino said, "It's hard to believe that he won't be in the world anymore because he was so alive and daring, a great actor, a brilliant director, and my dear friend." Do you know when he, he did? Said, "I'm going to miss him." He did Misery. That was sort of a crapshoot. They were like, Khan's career was not on fire at the time, and so it yeah. was kind of a let's go for this and see how he does. And of course, here's a clip from him in Misery. Paul, you're dripping with perspiration. Your color is very hectic. What have you been doing? You know damn well what I've been doing. I've been sitting here suffering. I need my pills. Poor dear. Let's get you back in bed and I'll get them. I want my pills now. It'll only take a second. No! I want my pain to go away, Annie. Please, make it go away. He's so great in that movie. I watched the making of uh, The Godfather the other day, and it was um, uh, him and uh, Talia Shari sat down, and they were talking about it because it was the 50th anniversary right, of this year. Right. It was CBS Sunday morning, and Steve, I'm sure you know this, but the, the scene at the, in the New Jersey Turnpike where yeah. things don't go well for Sonny, mm-hmm. uh, he had like something like 150 of those little exploding things on Squibs, his Squibs, they called Squibs. them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and so they w- made sure, and he made sure, and Coppola made sure, one take for that scene because yeah. it was literally going to be dangerous for him to have all of those go off. If they could time. fire off in the wrong direction, exactly. it would be akin to getting a mild, getting shot. 
Uh, speaking of Talia Shire, of course, she played Connie Corleone. Uh, she said he was a good man, a kind man, a family man, and a wildly gifted man whose great talent will always be loved and remembered by prayers with his family that he treasured so dearly. And he's also, um, so we have a clip of him as the uh, the dad. And the, the at first you realize he's this sort of predatory corporate book publisher. Yeah. Uh, and then he comes around, yeah, in Elf. There we go. You're taking the books back? <laughs> see, I, I see what you're trying to do here. You're trying to make me feel bad when, in actuality, you're the one that missed the payments. But the children love the books. I know that. Uh, you know, I'm the one that ran the focus groups, but I like hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, fellow filmmaker Rob Reiner, who also directed uh, The Late Star in uh, the 1990 psychological thriller Miseries, we just played a clip from, said that he loved working with him. Uh, Billy D. Williams, who was Khan's Brian Song co-star, shared a picture on social media of the two of them together. Brian Song is oh. just, it just transcends. It's uh, its so such a beautiful film. Yeah, among the early tributes to him, fellow actor Gary Sinise wrote on Twitter that it had been wonderful to know him and to call him a pal. He is survived by his five children, including Hawaii Five-O star Scott Khan, who is in uh, the... Uh, the um, Ocean Oceans, Oceans movie yeah. as well. He's yeah. actually been mentioned a couple times. He might be a little bit past it now, but he was one they were talking about to play Wolverine. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, because well. he's shorter in stature. Sad news. Sad news. All right. Well, I have some other things to get to, and and this is a, a tragedy as well. But dropping the weight for the 2022 Met Gala caused Kim Kardashian to have some psoriasis. Oh my god. Oh my God! Wow. Up on her. Wow. Now I'm a fellow guys, sufferer. Yeah, so you must feel really bad for I her. I feel then. horrible well, for her. Now it can get bad. It, it I don't just, think just it totally boots James Con off the front page. Uh, <laughs> her psoriasis. She said that uh, in the for Allure, the August 2022 cover story that consuming meat as part of her diet is Ryan to blame. Ryan Piccolo has cancer, and Kim has psoriasis. Uh, she said, uh, psoriasis broke out all over my body. I got psoriatic arthritis, so I couldn't really move my hands. She has arthritis, too? Uh, well, you can get it from psoriasis. Okay. It's, it's called psoriatic arthritis. All yeah. right. Uh, so she said uh, it was really painful. Unfortunately, the, the psoriasis I have does not, Good. Is not connected to psoriatic arthritis, which is great. Uh, she said, I noticed that your lips occasionally puff up. She said it was really painful, and I had to go to a rheumatologist who put me on a steroid. I was freaking out. I cut out the meat again, and it calmed down. So she said that it was uh, losing 15 pounds to get into Marilyn Monroe's dress that uh, that caused it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, so uh, let's see. Army Hammer's lawyer has confirmed that the Call Me By Your Name actor is not working as a concierge in Grand Cayman. On Wednesday, Muna Meyer, a producer of Showtime's uh, Desus and Miro, tweeted an image of a flyer featuring a social the social network stars star as at the Marriott Resort's personal concierge. <laughs> so, and the the perception was is that things had gotten so bad for yeah. him he was working at this resort. Uh, so she wrote, "My friends' parents went on vacation in Cayman Islands, and Army Hammer was their concierge. Robert De Niro was their pool boy. Hammer's lawyer uh, <laughs> said that the flyer is fake. The actor is not working as a hotel concierge <laughs> in the Caymans, where he had been living uh, throughout the COVID nineteen pandemic. An employee of Marriott's resort also confirmed the flyer was a prank." Telling Variety that he is a guest of the hotel but does not work there. So his freaky thing was that he uh, he had there was a little sort of 
cannibalism S and M kind of thing going on, and yes. then he carved his initials yeah. into the genital region of a <gasps> former girlfriend. It was really weird, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, an appeals court on Thursday rejected a $95 million defamation lawsuit against comedian Sasha Baron Cohen, filed by former Alabama Supreme Court Chief Justice Roy Moore, who said that he was tricked into a television oh. appearance and lampooned sexual misconduct accusations against him. Second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Manhattan, upholding a lower court's ruling in favor of Baron Cohen, said that Moore signed a disclosure agreement that prohibited any legal claims over the appearance. Well, there you go. Uh, the three judges also found that it was clearly comedy when Baron Cohen demonstrated a so-called pedophile detector that beeped when it got near more. <laughs> and no viewer would think the comedian was making factual allegations against him. So uh, that lawsuit has been dropped, according to the court. Uh, despite news of their split last month, Jason Momoa and Isa Gonzalez yes. were spotted out together uh-huh. on the 5th. A uh, source close to the actress told E! News that the two are trying to maintain a close bond. The insider said that... Well, would you call that dating? That they are working together <laughs> and traveling a lot. So it's been challenging, but they are seeing, love you. seeing each other when they can and really love being together. Uh, they, are hopeful, they are hopeful that they can keep it going and plan to visit each other as often as they can. Yeah, it sounds like they're dating. Yeah, keep that bond going. What would you call it? We see each other socially and we occasionally have sex. Yeah. <laughs> is that keeping a bond or is that dating? What is that I'd, I'd say that that is Keeping a, a dating bond. bond. Yeah. Wait, is that crossing over though into friends with benefits territory? Because like, if you're not actually spending, but they are spending time together. Yeah. All right. Friends with benefits is you're closer than this. Yeah. I think they're getting together for the sex. That's probably, okay. probably. So, uh, so speaking of sex, Damian Lewis confirmed his relationship with Allison Mosshart when the two posed arm in arm at an event in London on the sixth. Right. He recently lost his wife to uh, a battle with cancer. Yeah, she yep. had cancer. She was fifty-two years old, and uh, they had. This is uh, a little over a year since she passed. Mossart's mother, Vivian, recently discussed her daughter's relationship with the Daily Mail, saying they have a mutual friendship. You know, they have a bond. They have a bond. Uh, I don't know exactly how they met, but I'm fine with it. She said, if she's happy, we're happy. That kind of bond where you kiss each other's genitals. I'm yet to meet him, but certainly I'd like to, she said. All right. All right, now we have a breakup. Uh, Brian Hickerson confirmed that he and Hayden Panettier have broken up for good. We were just talking about her yesterday. So Brian Hickerson was the one in that video that made the rounds when Hayden Panettier was outside of the club and they were... She was throwing down. Um, I don't remember this. How, yeah, was this it a while is, ago? It's about five, six months ago before okay. she entered the treatment facility. Okay. She's she on the other side. Down? Of she was yeah, somebody? she wanted to. Yeah, she was. Whoosh, let's do it. Yeah. No she, kidding. Yeah. I, then you I, should be able to find the footage. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. Uh, according to a video that uh, Hickerson obtained from the Daily Mail, the former couple of four years are now friends. With benefits? Well, I don't yeah. know. Or are they having a bond? They have a bond. Uh, when asked by Paparazzo if they were still together, he said, no, absolutely not. Here you go, Preston. Here's the video of the, the encounter. She's and, there. And, and ponytail? Is yeah. she going to fight with him? Or? I think there was a fight. I forget who was the object of the ire, but the but this is the guy with her okay. that she just broke up with. All right. Uh, so here's another breakup. Good Morning America meteorologist Rob Marciano is headed for a divorce. His wife, Erin. This kills me. Filed for divorce on June 18th in Westchester County, New York. 
Marci- How will you be able to do the weather? <laughs> uh, Marciano told uh, Page Six in a statement Thursday, the last couple of years have been very difficult. I didn't want this and tried to save the marriage, but we are sadly divorcing. My focus is now on my kids. They were married for 11 years, and they share two children together. Never saw him, don't know who he is. I, yeah, I don't uh, know. This is the guy, that, so when uh, on uh, ABC Nightly News, uh, David Mural, they, they send this guy like where the hurricane's happening. and uh, so It's the- very windy! Yeah. What? <laughs> and there is a lot of rain! There's sort of a high-pitched whistle! That's exactly what the report is. They should just send Steve. Sure. I'm on the rim of the volcano! <laughs> it's very hot, and there's lava! <laughs> I'm in Antarctica. I would call it stark, white, and cold. Sometimes, Steve, they send them to the place where there's there's drought. Yes. Yeah. Can't get a drink of water anywhere. <laughs> Parched. So, well, you know, he's getting a divorce. Okay. So, yeah. he'll, he'll be free from more assignments like that now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you want to send me the other weather extremes? I'm, I'm opened up. Hey, this is cool. Marvel Studios has some devilish plans in store for Echo, the upcoming Disney Plus series currently filming in Atlanta. Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio, who portrayed classic Marvel comic characters Daredevil and the Kingpin, respectively, have joined the series, which also stars a Hawkeye breakout, uh, Alakwa Cox. As Maya Lopez, I had to go back and look her up. She was that uh, the deaf yes. character yeah. who oh, was yeah, a yeah. real badass man. She, she was a badass, but she had a, awesome. A, she had like a, a good side to yes. her. Yes, yeah, she, she was. Echo. She was a tough fighter. She's the title character, right? She's Echo in the series. Yes, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I think doesn't she use? I don't know. I'm, yes. Maybe she's Echo location. Maybe or she has like an that. Echo at home, an Amazon Echo. Maybe that's oh, it. Yeah, yeah. But anyhow, the movie is the latest sign of Marvel Studios' efforts to weave in popular characters from Netflix's now defunct Marvel shows such as Daredevil into the fold. God, I love that series. So sources say Echo will include a plot line in which Daredevil, whose alter ego is blind attorney Matt Murdock, is searching out a former ally. Uh, there's a podcast called The Weekly Planet. They've reported that that, uh, that ally is possibly Jessica Jones. Love Jessica Jones. Another Marvel character who top-lined her own Netflix series and was portrayed by by Kirsten Ritter. Now, if Ritter... Uh, Kristen. What's that? Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter. uh, If Ritter, as Jones, does indeed make an appearance in Echo, that would leave Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and the Punisher as the street-level crime fighters still left to be reintroduced into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But most likely, I would imagine they will do that. Every one of those um, actors, uh, Luke Cage is... um, I'm having a brain fart. He's he's great. I watch him in Evil. Um, Terrific actor. Uh, All of those... That whole line of Marvel uh, Netflix shows, Preston, was so good. Uh, The Punisher and uh, Jessica Jones, specifically, and Daredevil. Just tremendous. Mike Coulter, that's his name. So, uh, Cox starred as Matt Murdock, Daredevil, in three seasons uh, from 2015 to 18, as well as the 2000 team-up series, The Defenders, where D'Onofrio played Arch Enemy, Wilson Fisk, Kingpin, in Daredevil's first and third season. Did you watch, you watched a bit of, I know, season one of Daredevil. Did I you watched watch anything? season one. I, okay. did, I didn't go any further, but I would like to. Yeah. Um, the duo became fan favorites and set a high bar for what a superhero villain conflict would look like on TV. Yeah, man, they, they really were really well written. And- yeah. Yeah. And very well done. Uh, and uh, Cox's time as Daredevil was cut short when Netflix, which had a pact with Disney to produce Marvel projects, canceled Daredevil in 2018 as Disney prepared to launch its own competitor streaming service, you know, Disney Plus. So yeah. that's where it got kind of mucked up a little bit. It was wonderful to see him pop up in the Spider-Man movie. It was excellent. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so, yeah, that just, uh, you know, the fact that they were flirting with that was like, okay, uh, yeah. he's still in this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was so great in that. All right, and uh, there's uh, it's Friday, so we got movies opening this weekend. Oh. <laughs> so beautiful. tell you about and it's Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah! Oh man. That's the wrong song. That's the wrong song. It's a good one though. I'll just do it. I mean it's a great one but that's okay. Uh, so, uh, it's an action adventure, of course. Stars Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Christian Bale. Thor is on a journey unlike anything he's ever faced. A quest for inner peace. But his retirement is interrupted by a galactic killer known as Gore the God Butcher, who seeks the extinction of the gods. To combat the threat, Thor enlists the help of King Valkyrie, Korg, and ex-girlfriend Jane Foster, who, to Thor's surprise, inexplicably wields his magic hammer, Molinir, as the mighty Thor. Uh, the running time, two hours, five minutes, rated PG-13, wide release, Rotten Tomato score is at a 69%. And I know Casey said uh, yeah. you liked it. Yeah, sixty nine percent. I think is fair. Um, I had it, it, listen. It's fun. It's uh, it's funny. And I think the main I think complaint would be that it's too funny. That's what Craig said. Craig said. Uh, Craig, uh, uh, um, you know, from Comic Book Guru, said that uh, he uh, uh, he he liked it. But the, any chance to jam a joke in, they did. But there um, were there were moments for me that I'm like, this is so absurdly fun. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they create, they created a, a couple of characters. Uh, I'm like, and you'll have to, we'll have to talk about it after okay. you see it. All right. And there were also some fun cameos. So All right. excellent. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to see it. Yep. All right, we are going to roll some clips now. Zoe Coletti plays Gia, the best friend of a ghost, in the new comedy limited series called Boo Bitch. <laughs> In this clip, she explains how the audience views her character's selflessness in maintaining a friendship with someone who no one else can see. Um, you know, I think that depends on, you know, I think there could be different perspectives on that for maybe, like, the viewers as opposed to, I think, what Gia would feel about it. Because um, I think, you know, she made that choice knowing, um, you know, in a lot of ways how it would turn out. Shut up, dummy. Uh, Boo Bitch can be now streamed on Netflix. And here's the next clip. Natalie Portman returns to play Jane Foster in Thor Love and Thunder. And in this clip, she explains what an honor it is to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The most talented filmmakers in the world, the most talented actors in the world. And it's such a privilege to get to be among them. And I think you see, like, Marvel really treats creative collaborators with so much respect and you know, encourages and fosters all of this. Could you shut up? Thor Love and Thunder can now be seen in theaters, of course. Yeah, he. this is the best shape you're ever going to see him in. I mean, he's just crazy huge and, uh, you know, muscular in this one. And I think that was the, the mission. But the apparently with her case in the in the movie, they CGI'd up her arms a bit. Did they? I was wondering what happened yeah. because her arms uh, little look bit, big. little buffer. Yeah, yeah she's, a, she's kind of a, a frail gal, always yeah. has been. Petite, I think is the proper word for that. So they added some CGI. Okay. Uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, interesting. All right, uh, that's it for the Entertainment Report. But Casey just handed me something, then uh, I can uh, get 
give away. We have uh, passes, pairs of them for the advanced virtual screening of the movie Don't Make Me Go, uh, which will be next Thursday, the 14th at 7 p.m. and is available on Amazon Prime Video on Friday, July 15th. Uh, so we'll take five callers right now, 215-263-WMMR. It's a movie on us, so come and get it, 215-263-WMMR. Uh, and by the way, you can go uh, to WMMR.com and click contest for another chance to win, all right? We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Don't forget, Coheed and Cambria performing live in our studio around 9 o'clock this morning. Yes. Uh, also, comedian Adrienne Ayapalucci will be in the studio. She's going to be performing at Punchline tonight. We have this meet and eat with insanely decadent food coming by this morning. I'll tell you more about that when we get back. Stay with us. On 93.3 WMMR. Last week on the Preston and Steve Show live stream, we met Preston's horse. And Casey tried to climb a wall. Yep, both really happened. This week, Coheed and Cambria, the whole band. Live performance in studio Friday at 9 a.m. Like and subscribe to the Preston and Steve Show YouTube channel to see and hear it all for yourself. Meineke, they're celebrating 50 years of uh, of service with 50% off of brake pads and shoes. Now, that is worth celebrating. Right now, you can also receive $10. All right, so, yes, I did get a, I got a letter. From time to time, we get letters from prisoners. We have a, they, they, we have a fairly robust uh, prisoner fan base. They they will uh, they will send a, a handwritten letter, yes. and uh, and I got one this morning, and sometimes they're they're a little odd, and, and uh, a lot of times just, you know, sometimes it's, it's like, hey, th- thank you for doing the show. You helped me get through my sentence and so right, on. Right, right. And I don't know what these people are convicted of. I'd rather not know. I hope that you're being reformed, and right. I hope that you're turning your life around. I certainly wish good things if you're working on that. Absolutely. Almost um, like some sort of library issue or something. Right. So, but I read this one. I'm like, <laughs> he didn't return right. his books. I'm like, this is really funny. <laughs> okay. So uh, it says, hey, Preston, Steve, hey, money. As a federal inmate, I have not had sex in 15 years. Oh, my. If you could get the lady who voices the MMR Rock Shop promos that she worked so hard on to say, yo, ever heard of Jerkmate? <laughs> that would probably get me through the last two and a half years of my sentence. Oh, my. Yo, ever heard of Jerkmate? And he says, thanks, peace, Jolly Roger. And then he adds a few PSs. So yeah, he says, I like this. He says, P.S., thanks for having Froggy on the show again and for getting them a slot at the MMRBQ. Wish I could have been there. Please Send some hacksaw blades. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, PPS, all traffic reports should henceforth be done in Kathy's Yoda voice. Major delays on the blue. <laughs> uh, and then he writes, okay, Santa's got to go. And then he adds, PPPS, attention, prison mail room. The hacksaw thing was a joke <laughs> and underlined it three times. Oh, so they read their... everything that goes out. Right, that right? was fun. Yes. They, yes. That's part of the process. <laughs> Any correspondence <laughs> in and out, they, they they check. And you said he is in a federal prison? Yeah, he's at Fort Dix. Okay. Yeah, I get it. We, we, Fort Dix, we get a decent amount of mail from, well, believe I, it or well, not. Well, I think because yeah. they have a little bit more, I think, I'm just guessing here, but um, this is what I've heard, like as far as where they can watch TV, they can listen to radio as opposed okay. to the state prisons and the okay. county prisons. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I, I a, a guy I went to high school with who who spent some time behind bars, and he was he was held federally and state because of they were moving him around from place to place. He said, "Federal prison, better place to better be." Better place, yeah. Yep. Interesting. I you know. know, we you know Johnny Cash. We were talking about Johnny Cash earlier, and he did that you know that that concert. Was it Folsom Prison? I think Folsom it Prison Blues. Yeah. We should go do a, a no, prison no, no, live remote. Wouldn't that not, be great, Preston? No, no. Yes. Hello, I'm Preston Elliott. <laughs> 
Maybe just maybe just send Kathy. Like, we'll she could just do live check-ins. Yeah. Right, live check-ins. Like, like where, where is something super hot? Yeah, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, so he's been in for 15 years. He has two more years left? I don't know if that was a joke or not, because that's what okay. I was thinking. I'm like, okay, dude. You did something heavy yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're in there for 15, 17 years or whatever it is. Or maybe so, he's just naughty in prison. They keep extending his sentence. I don't know. We'll have to see. But I could see Kathy uh-huh. doing check-ins from uh, Phoenix uh, State Correctional Institute. <laughs> what if you did your uh, Kathy's cuts from there? <laughs> <No>. Kathy's cuts. <laughs> we could... They probably have long There's hair. There's a lot, a lot, lot of yeah. inmates with long hair. Man, you know? Kathy's cuts slash ND lousing. Right. <laughs> prison activities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cell block activities. <laughs> all right. Uh, no, outside of all that, I think before we head into the weekend, we should uh, we should stop by the restaurant and oh. uh, check in with the connoisseur. And it's time for the weekend edition of the connoisseur. They're wheeling a whole bunch of food in here right now, so it's never been more appropriate. Mr. Announcer, can I ask a favor of you? Lay it on me, mother. Can, <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I borrow your bell? Yes. All right, because oh. I, I would like to, I think I'd, I'd like, that's one of the things I miss about okay. doing the connoisseur, and since I know when the story is officially over. Right, yeah. And my order is up, I can hit the bell. I have a second bell here, too. All right, oh. so we're going to start with this. Uh, listener sent me this. Hers, uh, the potato chip. Uh, Love company. hers. Yes, they asked fans to submit their favorite Philadelphia-inspired flavor idea. And explain why it was worthy of being a Philly favorite. And they have announced their three flavored by Philly flavor finalists. Is it their flea flavored by the Philly flavor? <laughs> it is. Seriously? I mean, yeah. And they're asking the city of brotherly love to taste the new chips and vote on their favorite to determine a winner. So, oh, so we're, winner. Dealing, we're dealing in the potato chip realm. That is correct. Right. And the winner will then be put on the shelves or? Uh, you know what? I There is a $10,000. Let's see. The winning flavor submitter will win a $10,000, oh. a year's supply of hers products, and a $10,000 donation to a Philadelphia-based nonprofit organization. Nice. of their choice. And a conjugal visit with the prisoner in that letter. <laughs> uh, the runner-ups will receive $1,000 each and a year's supply of hers products. So, the flavors are as follows. And I like the name of this first one. It's All called right. 215 Special Sauce. Nice. 215 <laughs> Special Sauce. Pretty cool. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Uh, this one sounds tasty. Long Hots and Sharp Provolone. Yeah. And, and the final one is Whiz Wit. I'm so, probably leaning more towards Whiz Wit, even though I do like a little bit of spice. What I don't, what I special sauce that the just the name. The name's great. Yeah, it's great. But I, I'm wondering what that flavor. Yes, is, what the if special there's sauce a breakdown. Is. Can we it's zoom got, in on the bag? That we have a, a picture it's of got the bag. Like I have hot sauce. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. You can go ahead, Nick. Go yeah, ahead. Hot sauce, ketchup, uh, salt, and pepper for the two one five special. All right. Okay, I kind of like that. So it's crazy because uh, that long hot. Pretty much every Friday night from Memorial Day to Labor Day, I get a roast pork, and that's what that is. It's a roast pork sandwich. Okay. With long hots and sharp provolone. Yeah. I tell you what. I love Hers has done a great job, and sometimes it's like you say, is this just a novelty? They're just mentioning this, and, and it doesn't really replicate the flavor, but their line of flavored chips are pretty damn accurate, and like the ones they did exclusively for Prima Hoagies, uh-huh. they're really good. Uh, by the way, uh, Marissa just brought this in. Connor, uh, our associate producer, has tried all three flavors. Has really? he? What? How yes. do you know all three flavors? I do not know. He, he was, he, was, they served him at the so Met Gala. In here. He's got an in Con- Connor did the Met Gala. I want to see if he... Uh, and by the way, is associate producer the proper uh, yes. title? Yeah, yes. And, or, or is uh, it assistant producer? He's, he's our wartime consigliere. Ah, okay. <laughs> that's cool. That's way... Yeah, that's Congrats. right. That's what it. is the Viceroy, by the way? I just... I want to call somebody a Viceroy. Can you give me the Viceroy? Yeah, call him a Viceroy. 
Uh, okay. Okay. That works for me. He's the Viceroy of the President Steve Show. Connor is here. Connor Betts, what's up, dude? Not much. All right, so <laughs> the three flavors... Long hots is the best. The okay. long hot. Wow. All right. All right. Uh, very hot, hot, mildly hot, mildly hot. Okay. How Where'd did you, you get them? to try these? They're just at Wawa. Oh, they're in I the store in already. I was like, oh, I was like, I guess I gotta try these. Yeah. So you, you grabbed all three? Yeah. Food I've never seen. I have to eat this. Right. <laughs> Damn it! I, listen, I was at Wawa last night, and I ended up going with the cheddar and sour cream. I would have grabbed any one of these three. Had you known? Had I, had I seen them? Yeah. So the description says the long hots with sharp provolone flavored chip delivers a bold roasted pepper flavor combined with notes of provolone cheese in the background and a mild heat that builds with each chip. All right, the whiz wit. Would would how about that, Connor? Kind of tasted like a, what is that, cheddar, like horseradish? Oh, yeah. okay, and yeah. Also, kind of sour creamish. Okay. It All was, right. so it that, was that good. Work. Okay. It was okay? I would eat it again, but not want to. All right. <laughs> yeah. If, like, if, I, like, I'm not going someone, out to, like, get it, but it's like, right. all right, like, if it's there, the I'll, 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 If yeah, someone like, was drawing down on you. That's yeah. kind of my yes. philosophy to life. I yeah. would eat it again, but not want to. Yeah. So yeah. the the description says, this flavored chip is drenched in delicious cheesy onion flavor mm-hmm. with a bit of meat to match the cheesy goodness that oozes out of the back of your roll after your first bite. Huh. So it, it is clearly a cheese steak. Yes. Realm. Chip. How about how about the two one five special sauce chip, Connor? Uh it was eh. And I, 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 I didn't like it. The flavor was just I think all over the place. All right, the chip is it says perfect blend of tangy vinegar and savory flavors with a hint of heat. So I like the vinegar side of things. I do like I do like the vinegar chip, so, I have to say. The thing is though, hers the only like uh chip that they have with heat. Is the jalapeno, but that is a kettle cooked chip. So I don't, I'm not, I don't think I'm they have the kettle cooked. No, I know, but they yeah. don't have a regular chip that has a little bit of heat. Okay, uh-huh. all right. You're not a fan of the kettle cooked. Uh, I don't like the, the texture of kettle cooked. I like that. Yeah. I like that kind of. Oh, I'm t- fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thicker kettle uh, cooked. Yeah, crunch to it. Cook in a kettle. Nonetheless, uh, you can vote for these. So pick them up like Connor did, and then you can place your vote. And they need to. By the way, they narrowed it down from sixty two hundred flavor ideas. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. You know. Yeah. By the way, just just thanks, in, Connor. Uh, the Wawan that I go to looks like it's almost about to be complete. Ooh, they did you. a massive remodel, and they put a special new Wawa sign up. Preston, I actually ca- pulled up and called my wife when I saw it. <laughs> Steve, I, okay, I'm sorry, Kath. No, I, I was just going to ask a Wawa question because it's out near you, Preston. So mm-hmm. typically, you know, they look the same and then they redo them right. and they there's one when you get off of the northeast extension mm-hmm. at Lansdale. Yes. Um maybe 40 foot road or somewhere around there. Anyway, oh, yeah. it's a brick it's a brick uh structure mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like they're changing it or they and it's been like that forever. So it's a different Is design Wawa? Completely different design. They have Wawa. a few classics. I'm just wondering no, if No, it's they, not a classic. So so no, it's not. It's in a building with other places ah. as well. So there's there's a pizza shop around the corner. Yeah. Okay. So it's in kind of a complex. I mean, I kind of like it that it's different, but I was I didn't know if there it's was small. some, some it's, reason it's that, one. you know, it was that brick and had to stay that way. Yeah. That's not, a weird lot. Like, there's some yeah. stuff that's been torn down recently, and then there's a Super Wawa that's not far from there, right up... Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, on 63, they just built yeah. it not that long ago. Yeah, and that yeah. one actually has seating inside, and you can get beer and oh, stuff no kidding. Like that Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, in Harleysville. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyhow, all right. We well, all... I, want, I want to ask Steve something yes. because I know that you're a fan of kettle corn, and I don't yes. feel like I've ever had a chip that has been sweet. What if you would a sweet chip? A sweet chip. Um, a potato I, chip that is not salty but sweet. 
Inter- like, uh, so you have like chocolate covered pretzels and things like that. You're yeah. saying just, but they, they, it's entirely sweet and not sweet and savory. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, put something together. I'll taste it. All right. All right. All right. I'll we'll get my team working on it. All right. Order up. Next one. We're going to go. Uh, let's go to the bar for this one. Uh, yes. Disney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kathy. You'll... Kathy just okay. took her shirt off and is swirling it over her head. <laughs> there are two reasons yeah. you'll want to try this cocktail, Kathy. All right. All right. Okay. So Disney Cruise Line's newest ship called the Disney Wish is ready to set sail for its maiden voyage on July 14th. The new ship is, a lar- get drunk. is the largest <laughs> Disney fleet and includes all new restaurant and lounges, including, and this is why you'll want this, a Star Wars-themed bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That features themed cocktails. And, Kathy, the Kaber Crystal Drink yeah. only costs $5,000. Oh. For I the mean, cocktail. I'll try that. This is a cocktail for five thousand dollars. What the hell? Why? I'll what, break that down happening? for you. All right. So the the drink <laughs> is reportedly out of this world because oh, ah, it's Star Wars, yeah. which takes place in space. All right. So it comes served to you in a uh, comtono. Uh, Star Wars fans will recognize the cylindrical container from The Empire Strikes Back and later in The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett. Uh, the container is used as a security safe. Uh, you would think that you could keep this very cool thing, but that's not the case. However, the For Star 5, Wars... $5,000, bucks, you can not even keep it? Well, there are some things you get, okay? okay. <clears throat> the Star Wars $5,000 cocktail does come with the following. You get a Star Wars backpack. Oh, my God. That's worth $5,000. No. You get a Star Wars water bottle. Uh, no. Uh, you also get <clears throat> a hyperspace-themed room decoration. Wow. <clears throat> and a bottle of personalized sparkling wine from Skywalker come Vineyards. On. No so one's ordering this. They've had a bit of a problem with... With this, the hotel down in Orlando, you know, the one that's supposed to replicate, you know, you're, it's, it's almost like interactive Spaceport. dinner theater, right, Spaceport. Um, the, the general reaction has been less than wonderful to it, oh, especially really? for the cost. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how this will go over. Well, not only do you get the backpack and the water bottle, but your purchase comes with a voucher to visit Skywalker Ranch. Oh, and oh. that's cool. Yes, it is not open to the public, so a visit to the movie ranch where George Lucas works is pretty exclusive. However, you only get one voucher per cocktail, so if you want somebody else to go, you got to spend oh $10,000. That seems fair. <laughs> so the cocktail comes with a Star Wars-themed escort off the ship as well. Oh, now. Okay. Here's what you get in the actual cocktail itself. It's not a hooker, Casey. Oh. Uh, you, you better like Camus Cognac, all right? The, the Kaber crystal drink is mostly made with this cognac. <clears throat> it includes uh, yuzu and kumquat as well. There are some Grand Marnier quintessence in the mix. Out. Oh, you don't like Grand no. Marnier? No, Grandma? No. All right. And along with your Caber Crystal cocktail, you also receive three shots of Pappy Van Winkle's Family Reserve 23-year bourbon. Hi, uh, Grandma. Taylor's Kingsman Edition Very Old Tawny Port. Uh, and what what uh, Waten, Watenshi Gin. This sounds like a massive waste of money. Uh, if you know your spirits, <laughs> these are very, very expensive spirits. I think the main thing is you get the... The, the, the Skywalker, Skywalker Ranch. Ranch uh, but for, for, so... You're right, Preston. You're going to go solo. At least if you're going to do ah. two of you, that's 10 grand. Yep, solo. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, it's a Kyber crystal, Preston. I'm oh, how, the Kyber sorry. pass. Yes. Oh, not Kyber pass. No. How did I, crystal. How did you I said pronounce Kaber. it? Kaber. K A I B U R R. You need a you need a, K, a Kyber crystal in order to make a lightsaber, and uh, you know the the Empire uses it to blow now up. Now I know what they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So five grand. That's it. That's easy, right? All right. These drinks are overpriced. 
Order up. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's a TikToker. Her name is Rosie Zeppelin. She's from Perth, Australia. Says that she makes hundreds of dollars, maybe even thousands from time to time, by just eating food on camera for her male fans. We've talked about yeah, some the- variations on this. There's the, and I forget, Nick, uh, there was the, uh, you were talking about the special where there was the woman who eats. Um, yeah. And a lot of it is fairly disgusting. But there's there's an interesting aspect to this. Uh, so she's she's got 22,000 fans. She says that she can make nearly $1,000 for a single video on her just eating various types of food. Right. She doesn't mind taking requests for her content. And a common ask from her male fan, fans, and li- this is weird, <laughs> is to film herself getting lipstick all over her food and face. <laughs> So she's eating the food. She's got, like, a very red lipstick on that gets onto the food and smears yeah, so on her face. there's a picture of her, like, eating a yeah. burrito. She takes a bite of it. When oh, she comes back, the- there's, a there's a you know, a big red stain on the burrito. I think that's kind of gross. gross. I, I think that's, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get that. That's For some weird. dudes, that's obviously Kathy, a thing. Can you taste lipstick if you accidentally get it on, like, food or something like that? It depends the type of lipstick. Sure, yeah, there are plenty. What about have... burrito-flavored lipstick? <laughs> Could I? Oh, this is burrito. Burrito Supreme. This lipstick tastes like burrito. <laughs> I mean, lipstick no, I actually, taste great. I actually don't like, like, if I get it on my cup or whatever, I I wipe it off. Like, I don't like the, I don't know. To me, it just seems, I don't know. Bizarrely, bizarrely. Yeah. And I think I may have seen a movie somewhere where this happens, but I, I want to... And I know it would taste disgusting, but I want to bite into a stick of lipstick. lipstick. I hear you. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I don't know why, but it looks like it might taste it's good, not, even though I know no, it doesn't okay. taste good. I forget okay. the name of that show that's on uh, Netflix, but it's basically, you know, they, they, where they, they, you have to decide whether it's a cake or... or yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, I've seen them do that with lipsticks, where it's actually like um, fondant yeah. with a, like, like a cake pop. Okay. So you could chew into it. W- you know, would that satisfy your... seeing uh, a movie where someone was eating lipstick. <laughs> Like, oh. You know the lipstick mm. on the, the teeth when that happens to women? Like I that, know. Be... Do you say something if, if you don't oh, know yeah, the yeah. person? Yeah. All right. Hey, I, I probably would, too. When, when, yeah. God, my buddy Jim, his mom always had gum, lipstick it's on It's always teeth. the case. Like, and like always. with gum gums, you know, when they get up around 75, 80, and they mm-hmm. can't quite feel gum everything gum. on their face. Yep. You know, so there's a little bit of egg salad underneath, you know, the look. <laughs> and it's... It's kind of weird. We're watching the video yeah. from her. She's yeah. uh, she's attractive, but yeah, she's yeah. really cute. She's yeah. not, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's it's an interesting thing for a thousand dollars to watch her get lipstick on a burrito. Yeah. Hey, press. Is it Billy Madison by any chance? He doesn't no. eat the lipstick, but uh, Steve Buscemi's character puts it all over his his, his lips, and Man, then I'm he glad goes. I call that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't that. But all right. Anyway, order up next uh-huh. story. I just, no, I hit the goddamn button three times, Steve. Nothing happened. There it is. All right. <laughs> All right, this one uh, from Marissa. Liberty Point, the sprawling 1,400-seat restaurant that opened along the Delaware River waterfront earlier this year, is hosting a summer food and concert series every Thursday night through August 30th. Different performers and chefs are being featured each Oh, that's week. cool. Well, it's called the Philly Grown Food and Music Series. Grown is in, like, in pain? And No, no. No, G-R-O-W-N. Oh, I'm sorry. Really grown, not... Uh, that thing's happening again. <laughs> it's part of a larger effort by Delicious City Philly. Is that the name of your podcast, Marissa? <laughs> yes, it is. Let's Logo. get her on. Uh, so, and, uh, so it's part of Delicious Philly, which is the food and restaurant podcast centered on Philly's food scene. And uh, Avram Hornick's Philly Independent Productions... 
uh, to celebrate the city's food and music scene while supporting local chefs. Is Avram your co-host? My co-host is Eli. Uh, Avram is the guy who owns Liberty Point, which is that huge place on the Seaport Museum that we've yep. been talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also owns Tradesman, who was in here a few weeks ago, um, and a bunch of places all over the city. Okay. I want to see a musician uh, play a cello while eating potato chips. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> With lipstick on. Uh, so... Uh, tell us what you know about this, Marissa. So uh, it's every Tuesday night. It is going to be um, pretty much Eli, who uh, is a chef in the city, um, pretty much asked all of his friends to come on out and make special dishes. So you have to order within 24 hours, I believe, you uh, reserve your dish. And then there's bands playing. The bands line up press. And you have the name of the bands. There's some really funny ones on there. Some yeah, good so, ones. by the way, the tickets for the, the concert are 15 bucks, but it doesn't include the food and drinks, so the food is on top of that. Yep. Yep. For $5,015, you get a store of Skywater Ranch. <laughs> how, I'm sorry, how, did, how was your podcast involved? Uh, so we're hosting it. So oh, it's that's awesome. Delicious City at Liberty Point. And like I said, Eli brought in all of these chefs. So uh, Foxy Lady Chef is uh. doing this coming Tuesday. And then uh, Chad Rosenthal, who is Chef Chef. We had in a few years ago mm-hmm. before COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's all these other great chefs in the city. Randy Rucker. Um, Rippy Roken. Can't remember anybody <laughs> else. Oh, off I love Rippy Roken. So, but um, what Eli said is special about this is that uh, these chefs are going to have like fun and make dishes that you probably never eat in their restaurants. Okay. So, like Foxy Lady Chef is making an adult happy, happy meal. So these are specials yeah. that, they, that they have. I love that. Yeah. Uh, so here's here's the name of some of the bands and, and Maris, right. Marissa's right. So. Uh, <laughs> Kensington Clearwater Revival. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's great. Oh, they already played on the fifth. Oh, they already oh, played. Well, that oh. one got rained out, so oh. they might reschedule. I got to find out what they sound like. Kensington they're, Clearwater. They're revival. a Clearwater Revival. A Creedence oh. Clearwater Revival. Oh no, kidding! Yes. All right, uh, tribute band. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Sixteen Jackies. Uh, Pine Barrens is another one. Uh, Electric Candlelight. Birdie Bush. Uh, Britt Thomas Band and the Squawk Brothers. Uh, m- Moblas, Moblus, uh, it's like the Oneaters, man. They, they're probably going to get that wrong every time. Mob, Luz, Luz. Anyway. Uh, la, la, lo, la, la, lo. Uh, Golden Apples and Slow-Mo Sapiens. <laughs> Slow-Mo Sapiens? That's pretty great. Yeah. I love Slow-Mo Sapiens. All right, anyhow, thought I would mention that, so that's All a right. new series Thanks. to look forward. All right, what else we got here for you? Uh, oh, wait, wait. Or what? Order up. How about we talk about um, this? So, apparently, there is a alcohol-free cocktail craze that's happening. It's yes. called Kava. Uh, so, this is something that seems to be really hot right now, right? The, like, mocktails. Oh, is that what we're talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Mo- I'm talking about this one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in particular, like Rochelle doesn't drink, so she drinks mocktails. Yes, so that'd be my thing. Which but is essentially like fruit juice or something yeah, like yeah. that. I mean, you know, with some soda mixed in or whatever you want to do. Is this Cava C A V A? Cava K A V A. Okay, so yeah. is it? It's not related to the uh, champagne from Prosecco. Spain. Uh, no, but probably the, it. So it's a a Pacific Islands root. Traditionally oh, yeah. consumed as tea. Yeah, it's it's okay. I've heard about this. It's non-alcoholic, but it gives you a little bit of a buzz. Oh, what? It is a trendy ingredient featured in non-alcoholic cocktails this summer. The root is known to have pain-relieving and cognition-boosting effects. Yeah. Wait, that we've be... mentioned this before. Isn't that defeating the purpose of a non-alcoholic drink? No, yes. it's not going to make you drunk. No, I, you it'll know, make you pass out and crap yourself. There's no hangover, Kat. <laughs> so um, there's a little bit of a you get a little bit of a buzz from it. You get a little bit of a lift from it. 
um, but you do not have any hangover effects. Uh, yeah, but this does no. This makes no sense to me. Well, I would think that. Uh, well, people's reasons for not drinking may vary. So you know, you you may not want to buzz. Because sometimes some some people turn into a different person when they drink. Right. Others may not want to drink because of the after effects of it the next day. So if you, it gives you, have to you weigh this. if it gives you any sort of feeling towards that, any any uh, high, it shouldn't yeah. be used in a non. Is it being described drink. as a high? Uh, not in this. Okay. No, that that came from Nick. I don't I don't know anything about it. It just says a cognitive. It says pain relieving and cognition boosting effects. I don't feel so. That's so like ginkgo biloba, yeah, right? Seahorses. It's, it's not. Ever. I'm going to the seahorse party. But it's not a mocktail. It's a different uh, talk style of drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is an actual. Uh, all right. Now I got it. I got, I'm clear on it now. All right. And this is why it's become a thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, speaking of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, mock. Yeah. Tales. Um, yeah. Have you guys ever had like bold ginger ale before? Yeah. Uh, is it very gingery? I mean, well, it's not just very gingery. It's like spicy. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I love that stuff. Do you? Like, yeah, first couple times you drink it, you're like, whoa. <laughs> to be honest, I found it a little too caustic. But if I were to be, if I were like drinking mocktails or something like that, I would go for something along those lines because it gives you uh, some kind of a reaction as opposed to just, you know, having, you know well, what I mean? It's, 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 spice it's, in it. it's always going to undersell it for you because you're used to having you know, hard Spirits, you know, the liquor that is it has some impact to it. For me, it would it, it seemed to be a little bit too much. All right, somebody wants to rain on our parade. <laughs> Dr. Mike Serigliano, right. Fox 29, Penn Medicine. Please welcome Dr. Mike yeah! this morning. Hey, Dr. Mike. Yeah, listen, I, I've studied natural products for 30 years, and Kava Kava was, it's, a, it's a, a natural product that is, I think it's from the Fiji Islands, if I'm not mistaken. I think Nick was right. Uh, the, the bottom line is that it can cause some liver uh, toxicity. Oh. and uh, it, it's, <laughs> Like alcohol. It's like booze. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go with a mocktail, it kind of defeats the purpose. That's what uh, I'm and, and lots of people used kava for anxiety uh, in the past as an alternative to things like benzodiazepine, like Valium and right. stuff like that. But I, I, I'm not sure about kava, guys. Okay, uh, Mike. What I read was that you you would really have to drink a lot of kava every single day for it to cause, like, like drinking a lot of booze every single day to cause serious liver damage. That people that drink kava don't drink it so much so that they're going to actually experience any health problems. However, you're much more of an expert on it than I am, so maybe I'm speaking out of my ass. Well, no. I, I think I think dosage and length of time is always something to think about. And the famous thing, if I remember correctly, because, you know, we, we didn't, no one really, this is the first I've heard of Kava in, in about eight, ten years. Wow. Uh, uh, I think Bill Clinton, when he was president and traveled to the Fiji Islands, actually, you know, the natives will sit around a, a campfire and, and, and drink You can kava. see their boobies. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. Wow. I love this place. You can see their boobies. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, he, he was the man. He played sax. Absolutely. You know, Love the, the bottom line is that uh, all natural products. I mean, I did a thing on Fox the other day. Somebody was taking 50,000 units of vitamin D three times a day. Oh, my God. And they ended up killing their liver because it's a fat-soluble vitamin. And the take-home message, look, 
If you do it once in a while and you don't have a, li- a history of cirrhosis or a liver transplant, it's probably okay. But everything you put in your body has the potential for harm, even if it's natural, even if it's a plant-based thing. By the way, a number of people, it. a number of people are texting in, Doctor Mike, that uh, that you can get effed up. I mean, by that, I mean putting on a buzz uh, with kava. So. Oh, well, they're not dumb. I mean, they, they okay. the natives in Fiji, I think before yeah. they had tribal wars, <laughs> they would sit down and drink a, a big out of a bowl of kava, okay. and it would make everybody chill out and make love, not war. Yeah, okay. You know, Do you like some more kava, Lala? Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. But, I see your you boobies. Know, every, it's not completely benign. Okay. No, okay, that's well that's good advice. I mean, this but are you familiar Mike with the uh, Dr. Mike that the current thing is that this is now on the uptake and people are now rediscovering this? Well, see, I listen to Preston and Steve. <laughs> yeah, and, me too. And they keep me up on all the medical There you go. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I mean, look, people are doing stuff. Okay, that like craton. I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that people are doing. Yeah. That that hey, um, you know, if you look at the data and you study the 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 history and the research, there is some. I mean, they're all bioactive. All right. Bottom line, I'm not saying it's bad for everybody, but I'm just saying you have to be careful and check with your health care provider to make sure it's not going to interact yeah. with anything else that you're taking. That's good advice. Right. All right, uh, Dr. Mike, any, any, any last uh, second random medical advice to the audience before you head off into the weekend? No, uh, just uh, we... we <laughs> no! Uh, <laughs> just don't. You're on your own. Drive. That's all. Stay okay. off Lincoln. I think he said drink Stay and drive. Stay off drive. Oh wait, wait. Is did you say no? No, he said he said you went assault to drink and drive. Did you say drink and drive? Don't drink and drive. Oh, don't oh. drink and drive. And stay off Lincoln <laughs> Drive. He said stay off Lincoln Drive. They're always repairing that damn road. Well, that's good advice. It is. Damn road. Yes. Thanks, Dr. Mike. We love you, Dr. Mike. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> My medical advice is stay advice, off Lincoln Drive. Yeah, that's good advice. <laughs> My doctor recommended I stay off Lincoln Drive. <laughs> there was a fatal accident the other day on Lincoln Drive. Yeah. 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 Dangerous. It's, it actually is great advice, but uh, nonetheless. All right. Uh, so, all right, there's your warning about kava, but apparently, and a lot of people, oh, Nick is right, there are a lot of people texting in that it, it can give you uh, a type of buzz. So all right, so then it's... I was uh, not aware of that. Kind of weird, though. And then Marissa found out that uh, eating lipstick, there's a Super Bowl commercial <laughs> where Jennifer Coolidge eats <laughs> lipstick, oh, right. and that might be it. So, all right, we got to close up shop, gang. All right. That's it. Restaurants closed. Thank you for stopping by. Check, please. Yeah. All right. We need to take a break because we got a lot of stuff happening this morning. Bizarre Files up next. We have comedian Adrian Iapalucci stopping by. Excellent. Coheed and Cambria will be in our studio. Now, with all that food talk, let's give away this because it is time for Crave Montco Month. And we have here this morning Anne Marie's from Royersford. I'll wow. take caller number seven and give you a $50 gift card. Uh, don't forget that uh, Montgomery County is home to uh, over 1,600 restaurants now. It's the perfect time to explore with Crave Monco Month. It's like restaurant week, but throughout the entire month of July, er, enjoy promotions ranging from discounts to free cocktails and special menus. So we'll set you up and give you that gift card. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. 
Football is back, and this Eagles season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2023 Eagles season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, Emery's and Royer's Ford is here for Crave Monco Month. I didn't know that they specialized in low-calorie food offerings uh, until I went out <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> Dear God, it is some of the most decadent food I've ever seen uh-huh. here. Uh, Emery's is a uh, is kind of legendary in Rorysford. I've never been there, but it's like the breakfast place where there's a line. Out. Uh, yeah. If you don't get there, you don't get you breakfast. Wait. You well, because you see why clearly if you just walk outside this door. And Emery herself is here this morning, and I just had the St. Teresa pancake stacker, oh. uh, which is uh, basically it's a blueberry cheesecake. A pancake with what? crumbles on it. Yeah, Casey. It's amazing. Unbelievable. And then did you see the cinnamon? Uh... I did. They have cinnamon pancakes. <laughs> Steve oh. tried to help me put one on a plate. Yeah. It took two. <laughs> Steve and I both. <laughs> we, we, we could have executed a shuttle launch easier. Uh, right? It was like it was like birthing a, a horse. Did, did Anna Marie help or no? No, no Steve we, and I were able to. We, like, we did, yeah. There was a two team, uh, two, right. guy, two guys getting, a, getting it done. But like Steve was like, Larry, let me help you serve this. And, and he, we, he couldn't do it on his own. I had no, to help him do it. A manhole size. Yeah. Yeah. Also serve lunch and, and dinner too. She said in the, in the uh, pandemic they started offering dinner options, and she was describing one of the dishes to us. And I heard I heard Nick go, "Wait, there's fried chicken on a hamburger? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be my lunch." That yeah yeah. And, uh, they brought in the karate pig burgers and the hollaback burger, <laughs> which is brisket and caramelized onions and bacon jam, and uh, it's on ho- th- this. Food looks amazing, so thank you. Uh, Anne-Marie's in Rofo, 347 Main Street. We'll do some more giveaways with them and uh, Crave Monco, but in the meantime, we need to do a Friday anthem, and this is the studio version we're playing this morning. you guys for that once again. All right, let's do the ex- uh, the bizarre file. Yeah, here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Right this morning by Horizon Services, you can buy new cooling and heating system during Horizon Services sizzling summer savings and save up to $1,200 installed as soon as tomorrow or it is free. Book in seconds at horizoneasybook.com. 
Ontario's Labour Ministry is investigating after distressing videos were shared online showing a construction worker dangling high in the air from a crane load in downtown Toronto. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, One 54-second snippet of video apparently recorded from the point of view of another worker was posted to Reddit on Wednesday morning. Uh, (laughs) Videos of the same occurrence recorded from different angles were also being shared on other social media channels. If you have any sense of vertigo or any issue with that, this will make you vomit if you watch this video. In a statement, a spokesperson for the construction company in charge of the project confirmed that an incident took place at the site Tuesday. Yeah, it was an incident. The worker's mm-hmm. hand was entangled with a tagline after hooking up a load. Uh, fortunately, he was safely lowered to his work surface and not seriously injured. Uh, the worker in the video is employed by Modern Niagara as a rigger responsible for ensuring loads of materials are securely fastened before being hoisted by crane operators. Uh, the police, firefighters, and par- paramedics said that they received no calls related to the incident. So the guy was okay. He was, was fine once he dropped his load. It was really scary uh, looking. So in Alabama, uh, the Monroe County Animal Shelter is ignoring PETA's request to surrender Bob, an errant homing pigeon belonging to an Englishman that wound up in Alabama 4,000 miles away from its intended destination. Uh, to PETA amid allegations from the group that the pigeon's owner cruelly subjected him to a pigeon race. Ah. So Bob, the four-year-old pigeon, was supposed to fly 10 hours from Channel Islands in the United Kingdom to his home in northeastern England. Instead, Bob's owner believes his pigeon, who was covered in oil, wound up hitching a ride on an oil tanker before making its way to Mexia and Monroe County, Alabama. I'm claiming asylum. Uh, From there... Bob was taken to the shelter, which checked out the pigeon and posted an appeal on social media trying to connect the bird with its owner. They covered me in oil. Then Colin Henstock of PETA said, We urge you to view the results of our investigation into the similar UK pigeon races, which led to the deaths of thousands of birds. But the shelters, Trisha Davis... Uh, said that it would not honor PETA's request, adding that she does not understand why PETA wants Bob the Pigeon. Bobby! <laughs> well, I guess they're more familiar with him. She said they preach birds should stay with their flock and birds are meant to fly, but yet they don't want Bob to go back to his home, to his flock, and they don't want him to fly. Flock? Uh, yeah! Yeah! Uh, she said that she watched Bob yeah. and his owner, Alan Todd, interact with each other on Zoom, and the pigeon actually responded to Todd's voice. Todd, is this you? <laughs> yeah, this is Bob. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff going on. There's international issues, and I'm trying to hash this out. I'm not going to be able to make the next race if you let my wife, Catherine, know that I'm fine. <laughs> Catherine? <laughs> <laughs> So Alan got to speak to Bob on the phone. That's okay, amazing. Yeah, or to Todd. Yeah. I'm sorry. Alan Todd is his name. Uh, so she said, if Bob's owner is willing to fly all the way back to <laughs> Business class, please. The United States to pick up one single pigeon, then I believe he should have his pet. Uh, I'm sort of fascinated. You know, uh, Mike Tyson was into this for a while, the the, the, the pigeon raising and, and uh, these pigeon races and the homing yeah. pigeon, their ability to locate. It's you, incredible. Uh, it is amazing. Yeah. I didn't realize it was still something that was kind of going on that vigorously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a 43, this is terrible, uh, but this is what people do around 4th of July. A 43-year-old man <clears throat> lit a firework on top of his head. Resulting in his near sudden death in oh, San geez. Antonio. On, Officers in San Antonio were called to a residential area just before midnight on Tuesday, July 5th, following the firework mishap. 
First responders found the victim was suffering from severe head trauma with brain matter exposed oh, in his Christ. skull. Oh. Well, what's the safest place to launch from? Your head. The victim, 43-year-old Pablo Ruiz, died shortly after officers arrived. Ruiz's friend, who witnessed the fatal incident, said that Ruiz had been drinking when he chose to light the mortar-style firework from the top of his head. Investigators believe that it somehow exploded from the bottom of the tube and pierced the top of his skull so it was and a missile into exposed his, head. his brain. So, yeah. He, you know, he was trying to shoot it off the other way, oh. but, you know, those things can sometimes shoot out down the bottom. Every time... everybody saw that video yeah. of uh, the, the, the people setting off fireworks in their front yard, and then it gets under the car and, and explodes a whole cache of, of fireworks. That first one misfired and shot downward, and that's what can happen. That's what happened on this guy's head, man. This, this was the last year, officially, that I, I launched Roman candles from underneath my scrotum. Okay, uh, I just you figured stopped I, it. I, I'm, I, it's, you retired. It's, yeah, it's, it's a ticking clock. too dangerous. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, the Navy Blue Angels modified their routine after an FA-18 Super Hornet accidentally shook up a few buildings last year at Naval Air Facility El Centro, California, causing $180,000 in damage. That's like a maverick move. And injuring a dozen people. Wow. This is pretty wild. So the damage was caused when the Blue Angel pilot flew a little too close to buildings and a little too fast during a sneak pass maneuver at the base. The sneak pass involves flying as low as 50 feet uh, at about 700 miles per hour, which is just under the speed of sound. The sonic wave created by the sneak pass shook walls, picture frames, ceiling tiles, covered people, furniture, and floors with heavy debris, dislodged sheathing in sheer walls, pulled nails out of plywood framing, cracked drywalls, and broke windows. Firefighters reported ringing in their ears and headaches and were concerned with possible of respiratory issues from fallen dust and debris, but did not report lingering effects. Thankfully, it seems none of the 12 people hurt by the flyover were seriously injured. That's a tremendous amount of damage. Though it sounds like it was a frightening experience for some witness said it felt as if the airplane had crashed into the building. So the investigators found that the pilot was not the problem since he had not deviated from the team's established safety boundaries. Instead, one of the top contributing factors was the jet from 1992 to 2020. The Blue Angels flew an FA-18 Hornet, but started in the 2021 show season uh, with an FA-18 Super Hornet, which are larger and heavier than the older Hornets and have a longer range and reduced maintenance demands. And essentially, they're more powerful yeah. and louder. God. And it was the, the sonic vibrations that uh, caused this <laughs> to happen. So pretty pretty wild that it could cause that much damage yeah. and injure people just by flying close. But uh, they are powerful machines. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you at this moment. We are going to take a break. Uh, and I'm trying to decide. Because that's what we do. Yeah, we do we that here, do man. Here as we take a you break. You going to give away something? Yeah, yeah, you know what? Should I give away another one of these or I do would... you have something else? Well, we haven't done this yet this uh, morning. Okay. This right, thing here. Let's give away some beer. All right. Uh, we have a case of Victory Summer Love uh, to give away. In fact, you know what? We'll do two cases. Huh. Uh, call us 10 and 11 at 215-263-WMMR. Uh, so the, you have to be at least 21 years of age. The aroma starts with bright citrus notes that drift into a tropical fruit character and finishes with a touch of apricot. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, with this smooth, <laughs> crushable body, mm. always craving one more sip is inevitable. Oh, sounds great. Inevitable. All right, so call us 1011-215-263-WMMR. Be back in a moment, and uh, Adrian Ipalucci will be joining us. Stay with us. 
on Rock Breakdown. The Prince of Darkness returns with new music. Dave Grohl returns to the stage with help from his friend of Paul McCartney, plus some new merch from Def Leppard to complement your beauty routine. Get the latest episode on WMMR.com. Keyword, Rock Breakdown. Last time we had a chance to speak with members of this band, uh, they were in transit. They were on a bus. We yeah. had this great conversation. Fantastic. And our first interaction with the band, and now... We've got everybody who is in our studio here. It, did everybody else get the emails about excited people oh, yeah, that they yeah, were coming yeah. in today? I, I got an email from somebody who has rescheduled their vacation <laughs> around their tour. Oh, wow. That is how uh, rabid their fans are. Please welcome Josh, Zach, Travis, and Claudio from Coheed and Cambria this morning. Gentlemen, good morning. Good to see you again. Morning. Last time, all right, I'm not hearing them coming through here, uh, Rodney. Uh, I want to make sure I have this. Hold on a second. Uh, we will not stand for anything that's inferior. Yeah, yeah we already had that a few minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, no, the last time, at, at Claudio, you were on a bus. We, we chatted with you. Uh, are you guys, your tour doesn't start just yet, though, right? No, we're actually we headed to uh, Lidditz for um, dress rehearsals. Okay. I, uh, I keep hearing great things about that uh, soundstage there. Uh, like, all the bands go there uh, to... Uh, it's so, can you explain to the layperson what it is that, that you do there? Well, it's, it's more of, like, dress rehearsals. So it's really if you have a lot of, like... At least from my understanding, because we don't typically go there, um, but because we have props and video and things like that, it gives it gives like the production a chance to run the system. And that's what it's, and it's the facility is designed to accommodate that. Yes, so, yeah. yeah, because we've had who is who is. I mean, the Stones were there. Yeah. Fish, Fish yeah. goes there. Metallica, um, Chili Peppers, Metallica. Metallica. Yeah. 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 Are there are there other places like that in the country? Or I mean, po- probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think this is the one we're aware of uh, primarily because our old tour manager lives in that town and now works for the facility. There you go. Okay. So when, we get a discount. When it, when, it, when it comes to the production, so, we, you know, we just played Rush and I had a chance to talk to Getty Lee one time. And I, I, I'm, I'm a lifelong Rush fan. And when I go to the shows, that's one of the things I love. They would put movie screens up. They would have inflatables. They would do these things that were part of the music that was being played as well to interact and give you this visual as well as audio sense thing. And, and I'd ask, I'm like, okay. You guys just don't sit down and come up with that stuff yourself, too. He's like, no, there's, there's there are people that help out with this. What about with you guys and the production value of your show? Do you have people that listen to the music and go, okay, here's what I envision this looking like? I wish it was like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, typically I'll draw, like, a very crude sketch of what I imagine and then, like, send it off to management and then... They'll find somebody that can, you know, put the pieces right. together in terms of like financially. Like, so like you're, if you want a Stonehenge, Stonehenge uh, <laughs> right. but you accidentally put the inches instead of feet, right. right? Okay, I was no, thinking the same thing. Same, same, same line, because to me that seems. But you, you, you're, and we talked last time, and and uh, I've, I've since, uh, you know, uh, 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 taken a more um, active approach in in, uh, in listening to a lot of your stuff because we love progressive, uh, you know, concept albums, and we love the the whole predicate for for your musical. Um, journey across these different albums and and the the, uh, the sci-fi elements and, and so on and so forth. But it, it, it's got to be hard um, when you're putting together a show because it's so in your minds and you've lived with it for so long. In that staging process, to say you know wh- how do how do I convey this thought because it's so near and dear to you to, to at, at some point say all right you do it now. It's got to be hard, right? Right, absolutely. Um, but you know, I also understand like. 
with trying to put together a production like this, there are going to be limitations. I'm not making like the Star Wars movies. Right, so there's, right. Like, trying to find these pieces that are really both resemble uh, the story properly and also just the lineage of the band. Right. So like picking those things. And so it, it is, it's a delicate process. That's why it's so hard to just kind of hand off. You know, it needs to work in both domains. It, it's amazing that's... when you encounter someone who's uh, who's very creative uh, and and can do that. I think that actually is, is an evolution in the step of being creative is to say, to get your people where you can go, okay, now you can, I, I'm going to pass this along to you because you have to at some point because the general product will suffer if you don't have someone doing that. Right. Yeah. I was curious about, you know, when, when you are rehearsing for a tour, if when you guys go and you, you get in this, uh, in this uh, performance space and do it, if you will try to get where, okay, guys, we're going to run it all the way through from beginning to end as if there's an audience there. Do you try to do that or mm-hmm. you do? Okay. Yeah. So with, with similar amount of breaks in between songs, yeah. like, you know, you only have a certain amount of time, you go right into this other song. And then, uh, and then you, then I, obviously you do that for a little while once you get out on the road and you've perfected it a few shows into that. Yeah. I mean, it's really. Because some people, I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, some no. people, I think like Pearl Jam is kind of like, all right, here's the set list for right. tonight. Here's what we're going to do. You know, you you don't, you don't have kind of that luxury. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, but to, to that point, I mean, how, how long into a, into a tour routinely does it take before you've got the product the way you want it? Oh, that's a good question. And I just reduced what you do to a product. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, you know, yeah, w- with lights and, and, and programming and whatever that is, you know, that usually takes a couple of weeks. But for us, you know, it is. We, we got to understand our bodies. And there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of action. You know, we don't just sort of rely on the visuals. You know, right. Coheed has been a very energetic band, you know, the 20 years we've been one. So it's a... Uh, so, uh, you know, we need to take that into consideration. We don't, you know, are just our health, you know. Right, um, right. So that's why we run it front to back is to okay. make sure that we can breathe. Claudio, right. as an artist, I'm curious as to how do you know when uh, something is finished, you know, be it um, uh, a song or, or, you know, a stage production or whatever, like, because so much um, artistic vision goes into it. And I think artists sometimes don't know, am I done with this? Did, did I do it the way that I wanted to do it? So how do you know, all right, this is... I'm done now, and now I can move on to the next one. You know, it's it's tough because you're never really done, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I mean, I, I, I want to say it's safe to say with this last record, I feel pretty complete just because the music has been around for so long. But typically the music is alive for a moment. Mm-hmm. You record it, you put it out, and you can't help but, like, sit and sort of nitpick it and think about the things that you could have done better. Um, you know, that happens. So... But but uh, usually for me, when I know a song is is done, is when I'm pretending I'm Josh. Yeah. And I'm like slamming <laughs> air drums, and I'm like getting super. Uh, you're you're hearing you're hearing it as you're hearing it as an audience member, basically. Right. Like right. Oh, right. okay. You mentioned you mentioned Josh, your drummer, and when we spoke to you last, you said you made an interesting comment. I wish I had the exact quote, but Steve, I think you had asked him. You know, wish uh, if there was something you wish people. Uh, appreciated more about the band or something like that. And I think you said something along the line, I wish they knew even more so what a great drummer Josh is. Yes. So he gave you this big time love on our on our program, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I saw it. It was incredible. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. You know, uh, we've all been playing music together for a very long time and in different bands, you know, and, uh, you know, when I first saw Josh play, he was playing in a band with his brother. And I just remember being like so, f- like, 
fixed and fascinated on him. Yeah. As, and I'm like, wow, you know, it would just be incredible to one day play with him. And I think we had one night had a few beers together and we were maybe taking a pee or <laughs> inside of the house. And I said to him, and, and mind you, Josh's brother and his ba- their band was like signed. They were off and going to do something. And I had said to him, you know, one day we're going to play in a band together. And uh, he's probably like, you're crazy. <laughs> 15 years old. You were 15? Yeah. Hey, um, drunk on the porch. We we're going to play together. <laughs> <laughs> I was such a big fan of his. I, I wanted that to be true, but that felt crazy. But here we are, you know. That's nice. great. Hey, uh, I want to go back to the finished product. Have you guys um, changed anything that was quote-unquote finished? Whether it be a lyric or, or a chord progression or have you... Because you've been you know, playing something or singing something for so long. And you go, you know what, man? This would have sounded... And you know what? You're the creator. You can do whatever the hell you want to it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever done anything that was um, kind of already in the books for years? Yeah, we have. We've added, like, you know, little things like like injecting, like, a cover of The Trooper inside a Coheed song, you know, um... Uh, things That's like cool. that, you That's know, cool to be able to do that. It's cool. Yeah. And you also, because, you know, you, when you make a record and you record the record, you only have this, like, it feels like at least like this finite, you know, po- portion of time. And, you know, as you play it and perform it, you start to realize there are some things that you can do a little better. And, and you know, you start to modify and it happens. And, you know, I was curious about, you know, musicians, bands that have a, have a body of work. Uh, if you can, kind of fall in and out of love with certain songs uh, that you've written through the years. Does that happen? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know... What, 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 if I may jump in here quickly, Preston, what what song fell out of favor that is now back in favor? Um. Oh, what has fallen... You know, that's a tough one. Because I know, well, you, you don't just to revisit, like, you're, you know... Sometimes you need to rediscover why you wrote it and loved it in the first place, you know? Right. Uh, there's one song we're performing on this tour that we haven't in a while. And I, I like the song, um, but it's just a difficult one. And it seems to be a fan favorite. And we haven't played it in a long time. Uh, but it's like, it's the one of the set list that I'm like, I'm like, I want to battle. You know, I want, I want <laughs> right. to get it because it, it is. It's really tough on my throat. And yeah. It's like right in the middle of the set. and But it's called The Running Free. Okay. okay. So is it like in the show, you're like, all right, three more till the running. <laughs> <laughs> three more, two more. Right. Exactly. Do you, right, do you, I got to do it. Do you guys all feel the same about that song? In part- is it sort of a, a goop or do you all have your own specific uh, songs? No, I don't think that that song. I mean, we, the, there's a song that we're playing from the new record, which is a big undertaking. And I think that the, every night when we get that done for me in particular, I'll feel really good. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. okay. All right. What about you, Zach? Anything? Or is it just all easy? No. no. <laughs> it's definitely not all easy. No, no. no actually, yeah, uh, there's some stuff, um, you know, from the new record where singing backup vocals is really difficult. So okay. that's, that kind of stuff will uh, stress me out because we, I can't really sing that good. So. <laughs> and we know Josh is so good that there's no problem whatsoever. <laughs> well, your, your music has so many different textures. It has so many different places that it can go to from tender ballad to in your face, yeah. you know, uh, that I would imagine the set list allows you time to take these breathers and, and, and flow. And, and you want the music to flow anyway when you're, when you're playing a show. Yeah, yeah. We um, also curate a lot of segues to allow us time to okay. yeah. you know, keep vibe going and allow us time to just gather our, ourselves. Speaking of segues, I'll use this one yeah. to see if we can get some music. It's what I do, Josh. Right. <laughs> um, you're a pro right now. 
Yeah. See if you yeah. can uh, get some uh, music for us this morning. And what, what song do you want to do here, Claudia? Uh, we're going to do the Liars Club. For ah. Excellent. All right, this is Coheed and Cambria on MMR. Liars It's the fear that wakes us up
my goodness, yes. That's beautiful. That is just stunning. Coheed and Cambria, 93.3 WMMR, the access to a window of the Waking Mind Tour. We'll be at the Leah Kors Center on July 27th, uh, and they're rehearsing, and they were in the vague vicinity, so came by this morning. That's, it was so glad you had wow. here. You know, Preston talked about getting emails and people being very excited, and that, you know, your, your fan base is so invested in what you do. And you, you mentioned Star Wars earlier. There was a point at which... George Lucas became a pariah to his own fans. You know, how do you balance, because your fans have such ownership of your content, you know, they're so invested in it, is that a fine line you have to walk? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think about it too, mu- too much, just because, you know, a lot of, a lot of the story is, is so directly related to my experiences when I'm writing it. Right. It's hard, like... You know, there are things conceptually that I'll inject that I'll know that, like for example, this last this last record and its compo- story component ends on on this cliffhanger that I really knew, like when I came up with the idea, this is going to please the audience, yeah, like in such a fantastic way, and it has so far. Like as people are starting to digest the record and and read the story, I'm seeing a lot of comments about it and people trying not to spoil the end. Um, but for the most part, I, I try not to uh, not to think about it. Um, but uh, but when I when I get a concept that I know <laughs> yeah. is going to be a right. home run, it's like oh, this is going to be great. That's so, excellent. That's a cool uh, place to be. At. Yeah. Uh, speaking of concepts and uh, and uh, genre stuff and so on, because we had a nice lengthy conversation with you last time. Uh, did you watch Stranger Things? Oh yeah. Oh my God! Right <laughs> now, Nick has not finished it yet, so no spoilers. Two but, episodes to go. I'm watching yeah. this weekend. Oh, get on it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's he's right. It's it's funny because you know you're talking about spoilers, and in this day and age, uh, information just gets out. You you uh, might just be scanning through Twitter about anything, and then all of a sudden you get some spoiler about Coheed, or you get some spoiler about or Stranger Things, just because it's been out for a week or however long the record's been out, and so. As as a consumer of the product, you're like, but I want to be, I want to take that in. I want to be surprised by it. You know, it, it, it makes it's it's a weird challenge to have to present to yourself, but it it's a challenge nonetheless. You know, yeah, especially now when there's just so many avenues to get things spoiled. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. tough. Like you know, if you're on social media, that's it's going to happen. Well, you might be your realm. The story you've been telling with these many albums over the course of you know this epic um, story. I think it's. Uh, unless you actually sit down and listen, it's harder to get spoiled. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so you might be, in all the realms, you might be the most immune to spoilers, correct? Right, right. right. But it's funny because the other day my wife, uh, she got, because my wife and I, we partnered together on writing the the story. And uh, she got a, a social post that was a picture of the end of the story with the illustration and, you know, the big spoiler. Right, right. And she's like, I can't repost this. So she just, like, X's out. All the episode, oh, know? my God. Um, so it happens. But, yeah, I think we're, we're, in, we're definitely in a safer zone. Is there any talk of this coming to the screen? You know, we started uh, to talk with our agent at William Morris about trying to make it make it happen. Um, Me with the Duffer Brothers. <laughs> you say that, yeah. I just saw that they uh, put out. Um, they have like now like a, a, a subsidiary of Netflix that they're putting out, and I sent it to management. Like, we should send this to the Duffer Brothers. Yeah, like, why not? Yeah. You know, do you see um, it as a as an animated story or or live action? I see it as all of them. I could see yeah. it as an animation. I could see it as a live action film or or show. Um, what do you think your fans would like to see it as? 
Uh, that's a good question. I think probably a show just because it's more in line with the format of a comic. Yeah. You know, seeing as like, you know, a comic book is like 12 uh, issues, primarily like in, in, in like an arc. So 12 episodes in a in a in like a, an episodic. I, I could see that. I could see it like that. But, you know, these Vaxxas stories really, to me, play out more like a, a film. Who rocks your world in, in as far as uh, who were your um, seminal influences as far as science fiction? And, you know, I assume you're all in the in the genre as far as uh, a love of this material, you in particular, uh, Claude? I mean, yeah, just growing up, uh, Star Wars. I mean, I was born in 78, so that was just in my... In your real house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, that was so... I was so into that that I was looking for... You know, sitting up waiting for HBO to maybe get the license and play it. Yeah. And find things like Kroll or I think we, Kroll. Have, we uh, talked yeah. about Kroll. Yeah, yeah. Kroll was a favorite of mine. Like, Doom really. sits right Doom, in your wheelhouse. Yeah, right? Did you? And you I, I forget if we asked you last time, but have you seen? Do you yeah. saw the most recent? I love. I mean, that's right in your pocket there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Big sci-fi world building. It's become my thing. I think about it now. I'm like, wow, I've been doing it 20 years. It's it's actually over 20 years because the concept was born in 98. And I'm just like, wow, this is it's it's so bizarre when I see all of the characters and we do the comic conventions and even the crews. Like when people cosplay fans cosplay as like characters in the story that they seem to resonate with. It's like, wow, that's pretty powerful. Like, uh, you know. I've always wanted to have that. I've always wanted to do that, you know. How many times have you seen a cosplayer come up and you think to yourself, well, I, I envisioned that character more in shape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in my no, mind. <laughs> different. <laughs> you know what happens. <laughs> like, there was a guy who used to come out to our events very nice, but we eventually called him Captain Central America. Yeah. Because yeah. he was less impressive than Captain America. And then we had cross-eyed Batman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, they're having fun. They're definitely I having fun. As long yeah. as you're having fun, that's all that matters. Absolutely. Yeah. From, from the characters in the story, uh, do people reach out to you and say that they've, uh, they've you know, gotten inspiration and in their own personal lives oh, and so on? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, just to in- inspired to create uh, stories or... Um, Fan fiction, basically, off your stuff. Well, that, yeah. that happens. That could happen. Um, but even just like, you know... You know, aspiring to be like an author of of some sort, you wow, know, or a creator. That's so cool. So. Nice. Uh, do we have time to get another song out of you? I, absolutely. All right. Make sure I'm I'm there for you guys. All right. I'll mention again. Uh, Vax is two. Window of the Waking Mind tour at uh, Leah Core Center on July 22nd. You can get tickets. Just go to CoheedandCambria.com. All the tour information and ticket sales information is right there. What are we going to hear now, Claudio? Uh, shoulders. Excellent. This is Shoulders on MMR's Coheed and Cambria.
Sounds so damn good. We gave each other the nod there. Yeah, yeah, we were yeah. like, uh-huh. Yeah, Go eat in Cambria, 93.3 WMMR. It's everything that rocks. It's shoulders. That's just awesome, man. We love that song. Uh, are a lot of these songs, you know, you're playing these acoustic today, obviously. Are a lot of them born on the acoustic guitar, or they start somewhere else? You know, uh, Liars Club may have been born on acoustic guitar, but not in that fashion. Probably more like it is on the record. And... Uh, I think I think shoulders was just sort of right into uh, like an amp, you know. Okay. So it was guitar driven, but not acoustic. Yeah, I was. I mean, I guess everybody has their their method of, of writing songs, or they might just be kind of scattershot doing it here and there. What's yeah. how do you do it? That's kind of what I do. Is it's just uh, so it really all depends. Like I, you know, I'll write something maybe on piano. I'll rock on you know acoustic guitar, synthesize, program stuff. I'll do whatever, whatever like sort of inspires. We have, we have a friend, and we're very lucky to have uh, befriended this guy for a number of years now. His name is Michael Giacchino. He's a, uh, a composer, and he has done everything from... He, he wrote the music for The Incredibles. And he just he, did oh, Thor. Uh, he, did the, he did the recent Thor film, and he did the Batman. Right. And he's, he's like the guy. He's like the John Williams. Amazing. And a complete... You would... Pick up with him immediately, you guys, because he's right, oh, yeah. a pop culture nerd mm-hmm. to the 10th level. So yeah. he's from New Jersey, and we've been friends from him. We've been to his house in L.A. and all this stuff. But anyhow, I'm always fascinated with orchestration, how it can start here on the piano, but it ends up being multi-instrument on something completely different, you know, uh, samples and, and all these things. And and does, does that... You don't hear that right away, do you? Or, you know, when, when you're writing a song and maybe hearing it, playing it on this instrument, but maybe hearing it on another one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like, some th- clarity definitely comes with, like, the with the sound, you know. Um, I, yeah, I could absolutely play something here that 
you know, I might not vibe with and then go and play it on piano or or program it. And all of a sudden it feels like a different world and it works. It's like uh, this is where this is the nucleus now of the song. I've always wondered that. The reason I brought that up with him, the reason I brought Michael up is because, you know, he he has a whole orchestra to to choose from and and to pick. And I'm like, well, how do you know that that's that's an oboe that's going to play that part, you know? When you have all these things to choose from. And, and it might be an acoustic performance here this morning, but Josh is getting a workout in the back. And I'm, I, am, I am impressed by the tambourine on the left foot, Josh. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. I know. This is pretty cool, right? Yeah. Just, I was thinking this is more confusing than playing the drums. I was watching I'm like, what's going on back there? I, I couldn't take my eyes off of Josh the whole performance. It was, it was mesmerizing. We were connected. I can feel it. I That's it. That's it. So he's, he's sitting on an instrument that's called a cajon, and then he's, he took a tambourine and just shoved his foot through. <laughs> it through the hole and he has an egg shaker so i think it's the <laughs> he's got it all back there he's like one of those guys with the symbols between his knees and the air. that's where this all ends i'm okay with that i don't want to say he's carrying the whole band but i mean josh and Daisy, you know Josh is out on Fisherman's War for the case out in front of him. And, hey, it's come to do this. Do you like now, my man. monkey? <laughs> I oh, wanted man. to ask, speaking of, of Josh and, and drumming, and we I, I, doing research, and I have not seen this, and I don't know if this is even remotely true, but at, at one point was Taylor Hawkins, did, did he do any studio work for you guys? Yes, he did in uh, on the record No World for Tomorrow. Okay, what was that experience like? Oh, it was great. Yeah. I mean, at the time, you know, we were kind of going through some turmoil, and, uh, you know, Taylor just kind of brought an energy that I think we really needed to, you know, pull Travis and myself, like, out of the rut we were in. Right, right. It's, but you, I don't get the impression that you, you employ a lot of, you know, hired guns when you're putting your music together do you oh no not not really i mean you know uh usually when it's auxiliary okay it's like maybe some like latin percussions or this last record we had a fellow by the name of chris shanke come in and and help like with the orchestrations and things like that but uh primarily like the this is the you know the the performance yeah it just sounds fantastic it really is Uh, is is it difficult because you're so firmly entrenched with it with a your style, your, your the, again, many years, you know, you're talking about how long you've been at it. Um, and hopefully we're serving the purpose of bringing new people into the uh, into the fold, you know. Uh, is, is that something that is in your mind or if it happens, it happens? Uh, like bringing extra people and new new people to the uh, to the cause. You know, we we have done it on in live performances uh, in the past. You know, background singers, uh, you know, auxiliary keys, that sort of situation. I mean, I think about. Well, I was it. meaning on more like a listener fan base. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bringing them in, how? I'm in sorry. other words, because <laughs> people who are unfamiliar with your music, you know, who oh. who may have perceived you a different way, not realizing, you know. Is that something that you look to do, or is that even... Absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I, anybody would want more, more yeah, ears on their stuff, but I wonder if that's an active modus operandi. There. You know, it, it is. It's definitely... You know, we... we I, I mean, I'm... You know, the music is very personal to me, and I think it has a very universal quality to it. Right. You know, uh, uh, concept sort of aside. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I would love to reach a bigger audience, and I think it has the potential to do that, you know, Um yeah, it, it, it's it's funny. I just quickly pressed and bring up like when we had Ghost and Tobias uh, Forge Forge in here, and you know, you, you, it presents one way, and then you see, oh, there, it's actually like this, you know, and I, you know, and you can sort of clear misconceptions about, you know, 
what we've learned about you and, and how fascinating the whole thing is, I think a lot of people are now finding that a very intriguing aspect. So hopefully we're helping in that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I uh, think so. By the way, uh, Josh had tweeted out earlier that uh, he was appearing on the show this morning and uh, got a tweet back from uh, Zach Myers of Shinedown oh. and said to tell us all hi. Cool. Uh, here at uh, WMMR. Uh, do you guys have uh, buddy bands, guys that you, uh, for some reason, another whole other band that you've become tight with? I mean, you tour with other groups. You, I'm sure you've played festivals throughout the years and things like that. I got that's, for, that's for any of you guys. Yeah, any, yeah. Any, any other bands that, that have become, uh, you know, really tight with Coheed and Cambria? Well, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. There's a numerous bands that, you know, I think we all have toured with throughout the years. That uh, we've we've gotten closer with relationship wise in the past few years. For me personally, I have um, our friends from a band that we toured with early on called Thursday. Um, some friends uh, we, from a band called Circus Revive huh. that um, we toured with a lot. They're actually from Pennsylvania. Okay, how do your um, shows? How how do they? I mean, obviously they differ in uh, the, you know how long your set is, but when you do like a like a festival type of setting where you know you have to shrink everything down, how do you guys approach that? Uh, you know, it's just like that, basically. <laughs> yeah. Right? You just play faster. <laughs> <laughs> it's the full concert, just at seventy eight. Yeah, it's it's tough because you don't get the sound checks, you don't get that sort of attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's really kind of a running gun. Situation. You know what I never really thought of was um, in those type of settings, the, the the festival shows, the because you talk about like lighting and stuff like that, like. Um, like how that all works, because you know we we have our our MMRBQ every single year, and I never really paid attention to because you guys have your own lighting guy, right? So, you're you're or lighting people. How many people do you got doing uh, your? I think there's just, I think there's just the lighting um, and and video tech. I okay, believe. and then of course like yeah, all the other sort yeah. Of setting it up. Yep. So your question was? Well, uh, just how that, uh, you know, I forgot that I'd even asked a question. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do you guys like to eat? No, how that, how that's, because it's. <laughs> I forgot I had a question. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, it started getting answered. I was like, maybe the, the question got answered. I have no idea. <laughs> but the, the light, so you talk about the sound on the stage. That's one thing, right? To flesh so like, that out. When. <laughs> When, you know, one band ends and all of their equipment and all that stuff goes to the you know back of the house and then the new stuff comes out. But, like, the lights don't come down, right? right. So you have to work with the lights that are in-house. Absolutely. Okay. Un- unless, of course, if, if you are headlining the set, then you can bring in your situation. But, yeah, if you're just one of many, yeah, you're... Uh, I assume you put got. sanitizer on everything. <laughs> Just to make sure it's not you're not catching colds. Uh, so. Well, listen, Coheed and Camry are getting ready for their own tour. The, yeah. themselves putting on their own production, and it's getting underway. Uh, they're doing rehearsals right now. Kicks off actually. This says on Tuesday in Miami. That's where you guys have your first show. Yes. Excellent. Well, good luck. And uh, Alkaline Trio is going to be on that uh, bill as well. Uh, but they'll be back here in our area on July 27th. Uh, the Leah Chorus Center and tickets are available at CoheedandCamry.com. And if you've been looking for you know, a nice body of work, and you've never dove into the Coheed and Cambria catalog. It's all there for Sitting you. Sitting right There's there, a ready. Story waiting yeah. to be had. It's if you're a fan, be entertained. They're talking to John Anderson from Yes. You know, yeah, we and just had him on last talking week. About it, it's there. If you say they don't make it anymore, they do, and you, the guys that are doing it, so it's awesome. Yes. And Josh has removed his tambourine from that. <laughs> just it's now. hard to jog with that. The gig's over, man. <laughs> Taking it off. Uh, you guys are awesome. We love you. Thank you so much for coming by this morning. Wonderful to have you. Yeah. Let's hear it for Cody. Yeah.
audio. We will take a break and we'll be right back. Make sure you stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The latest Daily Rush video is out. It's Kathy's Smell Test. Oh, and uh, I smelled you guys. Yeah, I watched it last night. It was okay. great. Uh, and the question is, can Kathy identify her co-workers by smell alone? <laughs> I'm not going to give you a spoiler. You just have to go watch it. Uh, be the first to see the newest Daily Rush video by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Scribscribing? Scribscribing. Uh, Scribscribing away. Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity.com. And when you were describing my scent, Kathy, you know what I think it was? I think it's my hair product. I think oh, that's maybe. what you're smelling. Maybe. Yeah. What are you using? I use uh, Crew. I use oh, Crew. Oh, classic. Crew forming cream. Yeah. Because if somebody is freshly showered, I, I can tell. Yes, mm-hmm. I can too. Um, so it, it might be your hair, but like I know that, like I could smell that you, sh- you shower every morning. And, yes. I, you know, I also know that, but. Do you know who I could absolutely identify by scent? Casey. Matt Cowper. Oh, God, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. 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 Because on Wednesdays, after he goes to the gym, he goes into the bathroom sweaty. and he spruces up here. Spruce up after the sweat. And I can smell the whole bathroom smells mm-hmm. like crew. For, uh, I think he uses uh, one, one of the crew products. Anyhow, it, yeah. I, I can identify it like that. You no know problem. who else I thought you could have thrown in there and I probably would have gotten is Chuck D'Amico. He also oh. has that like fresh, clean smell. Okay. He's a fresh, <laughs> well, he showers every morning, I assume. I think, I think he does. It seems like he would. What? What's going on? What's the banter? You know what? The band is breaking down. There's a little bit of craziness going on outside. Did we just give something away? Uh, yes. We oh. gave away a uh, $50 Anna Marie's uh, gift card. Lovely. And I forgot what number to call her. We'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> I want to say it was 11. Was it 11? Thanks, Preston. Something like that. No 11! problem. 11! Yeah. Um, or no, no. It was. It wasn't. It was higher than that. <laughs> Who cares? Are there numbers higher than 11? Yeah, there are. There are oh, there's a handful of numbers. Really? That are higher Brilliant. than 11. What? Oh, man, there's numbers higher than 11. Yeah, Brilliant. yeah. No, there's like a billion, apparently. Yeah. Uh, okay, they'll figure. Don't it out. worry. They just all they have to do is play back what yeah, we just recorded. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know we follow the international Geneva uh, right. rules of radio broadcasting. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, it is getting. It's kind of crazy when the, when bands are breaking down and leaving. There's a lot of activity that happens right outside of the studio, which is where Marissa. I and should have sent them in to look at the uh, your your tchotchkes in your office and the uh, oh yeah Batman's, yeah the my shirts and crafts uh, yeah. <laughs> shirts and crafts. <laughs> <laughs> the shorts and craft shelf. Yeah. Uh, bizarre file? Sure. Yeah. Yes. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. All right, we'll begin with this. A circus acrobat has suffered potentially life changing injuries after a missing safety net during a human cannonball stunt. He missed it, I guess. Uh, something. Yeah, he missed the safety net. The 28-year-old man was taken to the hospital. Uh, phone footage shows the performer dressed as Captain America crashing into a metal barrier. Uncle Sam's American Circus said that he would make a full recovery over time. Okay. 
Uh, footage shows the man being shot out of a cannon, missing a safety net, and crashing into a metal rail on the perimeter. Uh, an audience member said he was out cold on the floor. I always, I, there are a multitude of ways to die in that human cannonball stunt. Just the actual ejecting uh-huh. movement can kill you. Uh, footage showed him lying motionless on the floor as circus colleagues <laughs> ran over to help. They put the guy on the mat and carried him away uh, behind the stage and no signs of him awake. I hate, so when you go to see an event where they're working without a net, I find no extra thrill in that. It makes, no, it, it you, makes me... Too nervous to enjoy what I'm watching. I saw at uh, Ringling Brothers one year at the, yeah. uh, when it was at the, the no, it was Wells Fargo. No, it was at the Spectrum actually, and uh, and they did a human cannonball thing. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's I amazing. Mean, it was way cooler than I thought it was going to be. They shot that dude across the whole arena. Yeah, uh, and he was safe. I mean, he right. landed okay, but I'm it's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is strange. A 21 year old trainee pilot from the UK died after being bitten by a mosquito on her forehead. Wow. Oriana Pepper uh, developed an infection that spread to her brain. Is that in the, uh, so... I don't know if it's it in the, the triangle, triangle of death or not, Steve. I think it's from your nose to your chin. Yeah. But it's, you know, close enough to, to be in a bad zone. Uh, Pepper in the was Northwest Passage. well on her way to becoming a commercial airline pilot and it passed her theory exams on the EasyJet program in Oxford, England, and she had traveled to Belgium for her instrument ratings. How freaking bizarre. Uh, in Antwerp, Pepper was bitten by a mosquito on her forehead. She was hospitalized uh, last year when the infection spread on the 7th of July. Uh, doctors prescribed antibiotics, and it didn't help. Two days later, she collapsed in front of her boyfriend, James Hall, who had rushed her to the hospital. And she died there from a mosquito. Like uh, two weeks later, isn't the mosquito the most deadly animal it on is. the planet? The mosquito kills more people on Earth yeah. than any other type of living creature by carrying things like malaria. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so and uh, guns and guns as well. Oh my God, yes. The mosquito that totes a gun. Uh, cor- the coroner said that the trainee pilot died as a result of serious infection caused by an insect bite to the forehead, uh-huh. and then it said that he had never seen a case like that before. So it wasn't a disease; it was an infection. That's terrifying. A woman was arrested for slapping her husband at Disney's Animal Kingdom oh. earlier this month. How can she slap? How can she slap? How can she slap? Uh, the reason they were fighting, the husband said, was from, listen to this, this is the reason, All right. the stress that their Disney World vacation caused on their marriage. I, I can believe it. Asia Curry was charged with domestic domestic violence. The couple has been married six years and have two children together. Uh, both stated there's never been previous incidents of domestic violence, uh, and it happened just after 5 p.m. They got into a fight in the parking lot in front of Orange County Sheriff's deputy. Uh, the family had spent the day at the theme park, and the husband told authorities they began to argue verbally about marital marital issues related to the stress of their vacation. I didn't have an orgasm! A deputy uh, wrote, uh, Curry put the children in the car and then proceeded to curse and scream at him. Her husband walked away from Asia in an attempt to end the argument. Asia continued to follow him, follow him spitting at him as he walked away in the direction of the patrol car. While walking up to the car, Asia then slapped him with an open hand uh, on, the, on the back of his head, at which point the parties were separated and spoke with deputies. By the way, I got this story yes. from one of the deputies. <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh, my God. That was there. He sent it. He sent it, and he wrote, I may or may, may not, not have witnessed this <laughs> as a deputy on duty. Jeez. So I'll leave his name out of uh, it. Stevie also said that he wants us to come down and do our show from down there. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so Curry okay. said she slapped her husband because, quote, he deserved it. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I felt so bad. 
sad though for the kids. Like there's yeah. the kids are supposed to be having this is supposed to be fun. Yeah, finish your juice box, sweetie. Mommy has to tell daddy how he's a flaccid fool. Uh the husband wasn't injured and didn't want to press charges against his wife, but Curry was still arrested and taken to jail and she uh the Dis- Disney has trespassed her from all Walt Disney World properties. I think of things like you it was such a magical day when you see parents brawling mm-hmm. for a kid. It's just like you've gone to the greatest thing you could possibly go to wow. and to mar it with something so stupid. It is funny that they call it the happiest place on earth because at any given time there are probably more people crying in yeah. Disney World than anywhere <laughs> else on yeah. earth. All right, so this happened uh, earlier this week or at the end of the week last week, um, but I wanted to include it before we wrap for the week. A large chunk of an alpine glacier broke loose yeah. and roared down a mountain in Italy, sending ice, snow, and rock slamming onto hikers on a popular trail on the peak and killing at least six and injuring nine. Jeez. Uh, and it was, uh, authorities said that that toll might climb. I haven't followed up on that story yet, but a local civil protection official said the situation was evolving, that there could be perhaps 15 people missing. Rescuers were checking license plates in a parking lot to see who might be unaccounted for. Uh, the glacier in the Marmolata Range is the largest in the Dolomite Mountains in the northeastern Italy uh, region, and people ski there in the winter, but the glacier has been rapidly melting away in recent years. Experts uh, say that the glacier won't exist anymore in the next 25 to 30 years as much of its volume is already gone. So that makes it really volatile, really, yeah. really dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and here's another one more. Yeah. All right. I don't want another bad one here. Let me see. How about... Okay, we'll go with this one. It's another Disney story. A Central Florida man was arrested after deputy said he posed as a Walt Disney World cast member and took a Star Wars R2-D2 droid in the hopes that Disney security would hire him. Oh. David Proudfoot is facing grand theft charge and beep, charged beep. with obstruction, obstruction by uh, false information. Uh, deputies were called to the Swan Reserve Hotel by Disney security. Uh, it's a really long story, but I'll, I'll sum it down. So the guy had apparently <laughs> dressed as one of the workers there, oh boy. and he took uh, he was moving stuff around. And they came and they said, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Yeah, well, I've been hired to move stuff around." He started giving them fake names and right. things, and he had eventually taken this really big, expensive R two D two and put it somewhere else. And he said that he was trying to show that there were cracks in their security. Ah, uh, so he was helping them out. He was trying to impress them yes. with this. I was sure you would give me a job once I highlighted the uh, issue with your security. Yeah, but uh, that didn't happen, and uh, it was a pretty stupid thing to do. Uh, the deputy said that Proudfoot told him he had no intention of taking the items off the property, but they arrested him because he was, uh, you know, maybe stealing it. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you at this point in time. All right. Um, as we take a break, what should I do? What are you going to do? Are gonna do? Or what are you going to do? I feel like that you need to hold on to. Okay, I'm going to hold on to that. I'm going to give away, uh, we have so many things that I can give away, and I just have to stop and make sure I'm giving away the proper thing. Movie screening passes, or actually these are uh, advanced virtual screening passes uh, for this movie, Don't Make Me Go. Uh, John chose in this, looks like a cute father-daughter thing. Yeah, it's uh, not a rom-com, but it's a family comedy. It's rated R. So yeah, this is his brutal murders. Yes, but I mean, to keep that in mind, it's as far as family comedies go. Uh, and it's on Thursday, July 14th, 7 p.m., available on Amazon Prime Video on Friday, July 15th. So it's an advanced virtual screening. It looks good. Check this out, and we can take the next five callers at 215-263-WMMR and give those to you. So come and get them. We'll take a break, come back in a second. Uh, the lesson question, the trash, the music news, those things are up next, and we will be back in a moment with them. 
friends, did you receive our Camp Out for Hunger save the date? I mean, we made a big announcement, and then we put it right there on the website for you. Well, just in case you missed it, Preston and Steve's 25th Camp Out for Hunger is set November 7th through the 11th, 2022. And hey, it's never too early to start collecting. You can find the list of Phil Abundance's most requested items, plus all of the outrageous photo galleries and videos of our guests from over the years at WMMR.com slash campout. Friday morning, no sad bro, friend. Uh, we got more things to give away and stuff to do. As we are advancing on this Friday morning, weather-wise, a um, little on the cloudy side. I have about 88 degrees. Tomorrow we do have some uh, rain, some scattered showers. Uh, it'll be spotty from what I've seen from time to time, but cooler. High 74 and then 83 in sunshine on Sunday, rounding out the weekend in fine fashion. Uh, let's see. We need to do today's lesson question. That's what we're doing. Yep, and we are going to give away... A uh, pair of tickets to see Dom Irera, who's playing Friday, July 22nd, live casino in Hotel Philadelphia. <clears throat> Question I think I want to go with is, what is Bob the Pigeon's wife's name? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. You had to have heard that and kind of made a mental note as to what Bob the Pigeon's wife's name is. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know that answer. Call... While you're calling, we'll do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Jersey Mike's. The only way to stop to top a sub is with real red wine vinegar made with real grapes. And the only way to get it is at Jersey Mike's because authentic ingredients make a sub above. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, the family of one of the victims of Travis Scott's Astro World concert saying the fact that he stopped a July 4th concert because of a rowdy crowd shows he picks and chooses when to be safe. Scott's lawyer issued a response saying if the family didn't shut up, he was going to kill them. That doesn't seem a wise move. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but Boris Johnson resigned yesterday as the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. The 58-year-old politician says he plans to return to the private sector and work as a dust mop. Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) And finally, for the first time ever, all three law and order shows will participate in a crossover story arc Fans can expect the event this fall, which will be tied law and order and SUV and organized crime and this sort of thing. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood show. Thank you, Steve. We'll see if someone does indeed know the answer to the question. What is Bob the Pigeon's wife's name? And it is Ellen who is in first. So we'll go to her. Ellen, good morning. Good morning. All right, Ellen, Bob the Pigeon's wife's name. Is it Catherine? Catherine. Yeah. Correct, correct, Ellen. Hang on. Got yourself tickets to go to a show. Don Myrera, he's going to be playing Friday, July 22nd, live casino in Hotel Philadelphia. Showtime is 8 p.m. Tickets start at 30 bucks, and you can save now via AXS.com. Must be 21 and older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Music News this morning brought to you by Rita's Water Ice. You can stop by Rita's today and register to win a Shark and Ray encounter for four at Adventure Aquarium. Uh, enter via QR code or on a promotional poster. So, Disturbed will release a new single called Hey You on uh, July 14th. It is the lead release from their upcoming studio album. The band recently shot the video uh, for the hey song you. in Los Angeles. No, it's, it's hey you. No, it's not hey you. Hey! 
I remember yelling that. Is <laughs> when we found out our phones, phones worked. worked. We were in a live broadcast, and all of a sudden, we were able to take a phone call. Hey! <laughs> Is that a uh, Carbon Classic? Yeah, it was a Carbon Classic. Yeah, yeah. Thought, yeah okay. it was. That's my version of, of they did it. The yeah, Knicks, yeah. Knicks, they did it. That's me. Hey! <laughs> and then. <laughs> Hey, Me screaming about as loud as, as loud as I can. <laughs> hey! Phones are working. Uh, the bit, ba- yeah, I know. Listen, it's the little things. Man. I know. Uh, the band shared behind-the-scenes pictures uh, from the shoot on social media yesterday. A disturbed David Draymond said last month that the new album is tentatively set for release in November. Axl Rose tweeted out a thank you to fans after his recent vocal issues caused Guns N' Roses to bail from performing July 5th in Glasgow, Scotland. Uh, the band's promoters are... She's got a child that appeals to me. <laughs> I can't get a child. <laughs> One more time. Two, three, four. She's got a child that appeals to me. Reminds me. Can't. <laughs> The band's promoters are currently scrambling to reschedule the date. Uh, Rose posted a message to fans in which he said, I'd like to thank everyone for their well wishes. It's greatly appreciated. We apologize. I'm sorry. You all mean the world to me. Something mean the world to me. You all mean the world to me. Okay. <laughs> you should really just go on vocal rest. Give me a vocal rest. And then do screen rest while you're on it. He said, we apologize for the inconvenience of postponing Glasgow and have been following doctor's orders, getting rest, working with a vocal coach, sorting out our sound issues. Seems good so far. Thanks again for everyone's concern. At the end of the day, it's about giving you, the fans, the best of ourselves and the best time we can. Uh, and that's all that I, the band, and the crew focus on. So see you in Munich is what he had to say. <laughs> No, no, it's just not there. It's not working. One last story, and John Mayer is caring for his father, Richard, after he suffered a medical emergency and was rushed to the emergency room. Mayer shared his uh, family's news just hours after Den Company announced the cancellation of Wednesday evening's show in Saratoga Springs, New York. How's his dad doing? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Mayor is a member along of the band. Uh, well, yeah, I, didn't, I know who's in the damn band. I don't need to mention this. He posted that his 94-year-old father is fairly stable. Oh, good. But will continue to undergo some procedures. Mayor is staying in New York City with him, by the way. Uh, they're scheduled to play here. Sunday. On Sunday. So... I hope that I, you know, hopefully he'll be. I, from what I understand, he's 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 uh, taking a uh, a turn for the better, and that the dad is doing better. So hopefully that'll right. mean that. Right. I know he snuck into the hospital room the other night to wake see if he's asleep. Hey! hey. Scared the hell out of him. <laughs> he's leaning over him just gently, and then. Hey. 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 <laughs> So anyhow, we'll find out if uh, if that show is indeed going to be underway or not because our Word of the Week prize are, is tickets to this event. Yes, so yeah. We'll get to that in a moment. That's it. That's all I have in music news. We're going to take a break and come back. Is this? It's not tonight. But not tonight. Okay. It's I'm sorry, a, that's not Philly. 
This is a release. We're looking at a tweet. Okay, I wanted to make sure that wasn't for the Philly show. So as of now, it's on. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, b- before we take a break, <clears throat> I want to mention that I just had only half of <laughs> the Hollaback Burger from Anna Marie's in Royersford. Uh, and it was the point, uh, Kathy, where Casey said something like, you enjoying that over there, Press? Because I was just mm-mm-mm yeah. all over the place. Oh, you were? Was yeah. Like, oh, three oh. ums? Uh, it's definitely three ums. Okay. Wow. Three ums out of three. You should put that on the menu. Uh, brisket. It, it's a brisket burger. All right, you already had me there. Yeah. Caramelized onions, bacon jam, and manchango stuffed in between two pieces of grilled challah bread. Challah! What's That's, manchango? It's a cheese. Okay. Yeah. It was a uh, former slave who became a gunslinger. I think that was Mandingo. That was Django. Oh. Unchained. Wait, what's Mandingo? He's a porn star. Oh. <laughs> okay. Right. And, uh, oh, music news. Over. No, 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 no. Keep typing. Yeah, please. <laughs> Thank you. I must be the fastest typist on earth. People don't know that there's we have a guy in the, in the corner of the studio here just taking every single word down. Yep, that's what we do. <laughs> All right, uh, on that note, uh, let me give away another $50 gift card from Anna Marie's. This is in conjunction with Crave Montco Month. We'll take caller number 7 at 215-263-WMR. <laughs> what did you do that for? That's 7. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. How uh, soon we forget. I did forget. I'm I sorry. I thought I knew you. Uh, Anna Marie's is known for big, fun, yummy food and their environments, their involvement within their community. Uh, they treat... <laughs> It's an oxygen-nitrogen sort of blend. Uh, they uh, they treat their customers like family and always offer something different on their menu. And today, they brought a variety of items. Like I said uh, you know, earlier, the Hollaback Burgers, the Cinnabon Pancakes. Oh, bunch of great stuff. It's man. amazing stuff. It really is. Anna Marie's is offering 10% off your entire bill through July when you mention Crave Montco. So Do keep it. that in mind. Uh, caller number 7, uh, the $50 gift card is yours. 215-263-WMMR. We're going to come back wrap the whole thing up. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate Steven Singer.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, getting ready to wrap for the day. Today was a lot of fun. Uh, very, very much enjoyed your company and enjoyed the fact that we had awesome live music in the studio. Thank you to Coheed and Cambria. Yeah, man, so good. Uh, they just stopped in exclusively to play on our program. They were, uh, you know, they're rehearsing right now for their tour, which kicks off, I believe, on Tuesday. And they won't be here until July 27th. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is cool. They're going to be playing the Leah Core Center. And uh, so thank you to Claudio, Travis, Josh, and Zach, and our awesome engineering team. Yeah. Uh, that had a stupendous mix on that. It sounded wonderful. I want to get that. I want to get yeah. copies of both versions to put uh, 
You know, on my Walkman, Preston. On your Walkman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you to Anna Marie's yeah. Royers Ford for bringing the food in this morning. 347 Main Street in Rofo, and it's crazy how full you will be and satisfied you will be after you leave there. You'll try to resist. Yeah. Uh, Kathy, you just had you have some of the cinnamon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The cinnamon pancakes. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't consider it breakfast, but it was. It's dessert. Delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you to those guys. And don't forget, it's a Crave Montco. And you can visit CraveMontcoMonth.com for a list of participating restaurants and specials and all that good stuff. And, um, oh, you know what? Uh, before we, we do, uh, we get the letter of the day and all that stuff, we got to say goodbye. I know. One of them is leaving the nest. Again, no. we're, we're back to saying goodbye to our interns again. How do I... <laughs> We played the right one this morning. Yeah. Uh, the lovely intern, Aaron. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Hi, Aaron. Uh, we're going to miss you. Oh, I'm going to miss you guys, too. I loved getting up in the morning and just talking to you guys and Aww. hearing and learning a lot, too. So well, I remember good. meeting you at uh, the Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah, so me, my mom, and my two sisters always love going to the Camp Out for Hunger, especially when the flyers go on there because <laughs> we're huge Flyers fans in our house. So we just watch, like, every game. And, of course, the draft just happened, yeah. and we have a great new player on our squad. So Right, right. So you're, you're, you live and breathe it. You were happy to be a part of it. now, And you were working for us then at that point. Life could not be better, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's basically like a dream come true. <laughs> By the way, Erin couldn't possibly be any more Irish than she yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> She's fair skin, long, gorgeous red hair. And what sport do you play? Okay, so I play two Irish sports. So I play Gaelic football for the Notre Dame's ladies Gaelic football team. Yeah. And I also play camogie for the Shamrocks uh, Camogie Club. Camogie? <laughs> yeah. So. The Shamrocks Camogie Club. <laughs> what, is, what is camogie? So... I am very bad at this sport. Like, I really do try. I just run around the field. I have no idea what I'm doing. But um, Oh, it's like hurling. I remember hurling, you told me about yes. that. Yes, so, okay. Hurling is the male version of the sport. And okay. Gurning is the theme. Is, yep. <laughs> so are you doing the same thing, basically, as the hur- as, uh, standard hurling? The, the Basically the same thing. Yeah, okay. Except, you know, it's... All females on the field. Okay. okay. <laughs> Curling's pretty cool. It's kind of like lacrosse, mm-hmm. um, only you use your, your stick as kind of a, a as a carry-all and a bat, too. And it's yes. uh, it, it seems dangerous to it me, does. personally. Oh, yeah. So, actually, the first week I came back to school uh, for Temple, we had our USGAA finals, which is, like, our national tournament. Right. And I went and played, and... As you know, I cannot play this sport. So I came back to school with all these bruises on my leg, and people looked at me like I had five heads and were like, what is wrong with you? She must be in an abusive relationship, yeah. And then um, I'm like, don't worry about it. You should look at the other person. Yeah, that's good. Nice. Uh, So, Temple, um, how long until you're done? I actually am done. I graduated in May with a media studies and production degree. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, it was a lot of fun there. I got a lot of great experiences, especially behind television and radio. And Any ideas where you'd like to move into and and specify or or radio, television, or anything that comes along you're you're good for? I'm up for anything, you know, just still looking out there, looking for the best opportunities, but I'm hoping to actually... 
still be here with you guys because I met some awesome listeners helping you guys out. Cool. Uh, so excellent. I might be doing some stuff with the MM Army. So oh, that's some of great. our listeners You'll, might no. be able to meet me in person. <laughs> you will You will fit in great. She's such a great personality. She is, yes. a lot, just one of those positive people that's Love it. nice to have around. So cool. Excellent. Well, thank you for being a part of the family. Oh, thank you so much for having me on today, you guys. And, and we wish you well. Thank All right. you. Intern. Yeah. You know, they, they grow up so quickly. Right before your eyes. And then they go, and then they're on their way. Uh, Brent Porsche is indeed here. Good morning, it. Nice to see you. Good you morning. You as well. What a show this morning. Holy yeah. cow. Oh, yeah. You're a Coheed and Cambria I caught fan. the Coheed performance on the way in. That Liars Club version oh was fantastic. His voice sounded so good. You know how all the singers love to complain about right. singing early in the morning? He sounded spot on. Plus, that a kind of acoustic-y, kind of mellow version of it. Yeah. I, I immediately said I want the copies of yeah. both those versions because, and, you know, they should go into rotation because they're just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And I had one bite of one of those sandwiches out there. <laughs> I'm already ready for a nap. Yeah, dude. For yeah. real. All right, we well, got a show to do, but yep, we got it. letter of the day. You ready for that? Yep. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. The letter P as in pork roll. All right, and we will take caller number six at 215-263-WMMR, and we have your chance to win some goodies over here. So give us a call right now if you have collected those letters and you know exactly what the word is, 215 263 WMMR. With that, what's up today, man? Coming up on this No Sad Bro Friday, we got the Workforce Blocks. Tomorrow's Jack White's birthday, so we're going to be doing a collective block of uh, White Stripes, Rackin' Tours, the solo stuff, and more. We got Leonard Skinner in Atlantic City tonight, so we're going to be doing a block of Skinner, also Audio Sleep. And coming up in the 2 p.m. hour, I'm going to be airing parts of my interview with Joe Perry from Aerosmith. Oh, cool. Uh, he's going to be in town a couple weeks from now down at the Hard Rock in Atlantic City. So I did a Zoom interview with him yesterday, and we're going to premiere a new song from the Joe Perry Project, also coming up in the 2 o'clock hour. Was he pretty conversive? Really conversive. Good. I was sort of surprised Good for you, by yeah. it, to tell you the truth. His signal was a little off. It was him right. and his wife at their house down in Florida, and I guess their internet connection was garbage, right. so, you know, we, we kind of cut out here and there. But I was actually surprised at how much he elaborated on my questions with the answers and oh, stuff cool. like that. So very, very cool. Um, and in the 2 p.m. hour, we're also going to play some Dead & Company for the show on Sunday. Excellent. Mm. All right. Uh, let's see if we can get a winner for the Word of the Week prize. It was caller number six, and that's uh, Benny. So we're going to go to Benny. Hey, Benny, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Benny, what is our word of the week? The word is bop. B-O-P. Bop? B-O-P. No. No, that is incorrect. Sorry, Benny. We got to let you go. All right, let's try Heather. Hi there, Heather. Hi. All right, Heather, what's the word of the week? S-U-P. Sup. Sup with you. That's it. Sup, dog. All right, Heather, since you got it right. Four pack of pit tickets. See Dead and Company on Sunday at Citizens Bank Park. Are for you. Congratulations! Oh my God, I can't believe I'm coming! <laughs> Yay! All right, hang on. And look like the weather's going to be great. So congratulations. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster, and complete details are also available at WMMR.com. Uh, as we are wrapping up, I do have one more chance to win. I did have one more fifty dollars gift card. Uh, for Anna Marie's in uh, Royer's Ford. So, nice. Uh, caller number 16 at 215-263-WMMR is yours. And don't forget that's for Crave Monco Month. So we'll give you that on the way out. Yes, Casey? Right, so uh, Brent brought this gigantic box in. Oh, uh, for is me. this for Casey? This is for Casey, yes. Uh, if you want to read the top there, Case. Is this a <laughs> setup to it? What is this? Well, it says, sorry we're late. LOL. Happy birthday, Casey. 
and it says, no sad bro, and that's from Steve and Kelly from Wilson Secret Sauce. So Steve wished me a happy birthday on July 5th, and I, he texted me, and I texted him back, I go, it doesn't count. You're a day late. So I. So now he's trying to buy me off with sweets. Well, Let's see thank the creator on the uh, the top there too. Yeah. So uh, so there's a Candace Samaritino uh, from Much Needed Bakery. So this is a. Where do you see this? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Look around the outside right. too. Oh my god. This is a. All right. I'll it is a cake with uh, Casey's picture on it, and it's multiple says, pictures. All sorts no, of pictures. No sad bro on the top, but yeah. Uh, there's various photos. His, his driver's license photo is one of those, <laughs> which is one of the greatest pictures ever taken. And uh, I got it. We're dismantling the box now to take a good look right. at it. I'm going to have to share this with everybody. Okay, you taking it out? I'll take it out. I think we're supposed to take it out. Oh, no, be careful. Well, he, well he's that's doing that? Oh, that's nice. That's, that's pretty amazing. That is huge. It, that is dude, a big cake. Hold this thing. <laughs> I feel like it's a bowling ball. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. Look at that picture on the side. Yeah, what is, is that picture? <laughs> this has got to weigh seven, eight pounds? Uh, at, at least. Something at like least. that. Do you know the filling? Do you know what it is inside? It's, I believe, vanilla cake with strawberry cheesecake uh, ribbons in it. Shut up. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Wilsons. Yeah. Thank you, the gang. And Steve Wilson. Candace. Uh, Candace uh, San Martino. San Martino. Julie Jerkoff. She is a pastry <laughs> chef. And thank you to Julie Jerkoff. <laughs> Uh, and it's called the Much Needed Bakery. The wow. Needed spell K N E A D E D. Wow. Uh, well, there you go. Happy birthday. Keeps on giving. All right. Uh, with that, I think we are done. And uh, I will thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, Acme, official grocery store of the Preston and Steve Show. Also brought to you by Re- uh, Trinity Rehab. Locations all over and now open in King of Prussia, trinity-rehab.com. Next week on our program, uh, Ken Hall, who's on the Umbrella Academy, huh. uh, he plays, he's the voice of Pogo, oh. uh, the chimpanzee, yeah. so we will talk to him. That's cool. Uh, comedian Kyle Kinane, Don McCloskey, musician, will be here performing live, and uh, the very lovely Jenny Slate will be joining That's us. That's a good lineup. Yeah, we got some good Down stuff. With that. We'll add to more of that as well next week. That is it. We're done. Rage on have yourself a great weekend. We'll see you later, gang. Bye bye. I need you to stop talking.